Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. So Double M, uh, what's it feel like to be so much better at poker than Nick? I just want to know uh, how bad of a day you must be having today that you're wearing sleeves. I think it's got to be... <laughs> It's got to be not a good day. It's a really yeah. bad day. I'm excited to get into that. I have a feeling I'm going to get double teamed and know how this goes. But regardless, that's why we're here. This is the Nick Fertucci Show. We're here with Valerie Brill and Double M. Let's go. All right. You made it. I made it. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, this has been a long awaited. I mean, yeah. After after that hand we got into, you became uh, a poker god. You became very popular. They loved how you uh, pretty much undressed me in the show. And so it's been a while. And It was a five bet. Yeah. Everyone gets undressed in a five bet. Well, what is your five betting range there? I don't know. Okay, so I think it's important. We can we can get into this. This is like a... I want to get into yeah, it because I've been talking it. about this hand forever. The, the context of that hand uh, is very important as well because everyone was in just like a very salty mood that entire That's day. That's right. It was like from the beginning, right? So from the beginning, Nick sits down and he says... You know, guys, there are some people that don't want to play as big. Um, so let's just let's keep the straddles off, right? First hand Garrett straddles. So I was like, this is gonna be this can is I, gonna be great. Can I touch that up? Yes. So not only did I say that when I sat down, I made sure that every player, because they called it the all-star game, it was a voting in type thing. And so we had a mixture of like big high stake players with the middle stake or lower stake. And so we had to mix that up. And so I had two or three players literally say like i'll play the game but like i don't want it to be 200 400 at some point because that's what will happen please like keep it at was it 2550 yeah yeah please keep it there so not only did we like text everyone we told everyone i think i made a declaration and the very first hand garrett takes uh straddle and he goes everybody straddle cool cool it, cool okay cool and he puts out whatever and then andy goes i i don't know if the straddle was like 200 he puts 200 and he goes 400 yeah and i'm like <laughs> Yeah, and you could see that, like he he almost had a heart attack the first hand, and so that probably wasn't on camera. No, it wasn't. And it was really funny. And so I decided at that moment I was like, I'm going to go after Nick all night tonight because he is about to have a heart attack. That. And, and then and then Garrett was already prickly, so he said coming in that I that he was cranky yes. and he didn't want to play. Garrett was in a mood, you know. He's he was, like a little bit of a diva. He, yeah. he was in a mood. He was like, I don't want to be here. And so it was it was just like the perfect moment to like just go in and then we had something that happened with the the casino canceling the tournament right at that right at that time same day and so garrett wanted to give a uh i guess an ambassador type of like speech on it and i said uh you know let's just stick to poker and he and i said i, I don't i don't think we should do that he goes no i think we should and he just like went on his 30 second rant it was great then then the straddle thing happened then ever and then you know double m could see me and i just was sitting there like this yeah it was it was the like, most unhappy I've ever seen you. And yeah, I was so, really really upset. So I, I that was part of I can, we can go into detail when we talk about this hand. Yeah, uh, but that was part of the thinking. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about it right now? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do, do you want to do you want to give some background of what this hand is, or does everyone already know what it is? Well, I I mean you we're can. gonna play you the give clip. The, you give the background. Okay. All right. So there's there's a hand where I have Ace King suited. 
the game is already playing much, much, much smaller than like, you know, we normally play, which is fine. It's like a fun all-star game. And so people generally want to play looser. It's like more of a home game type feel, right? So whenever, when I'm not playing at Hustler, I really, I basically only play private games. And in those private games, you there is so much shit talking every single hand like every hand it's like you fucking suck at poker why are you folding that you know i'm better than you i can't let me see your cards and that was kind of the feel that we had that day right, right. yeah and so one thing i will say is i had so i four bet ace king suited and i saw the way you reacted to my four bet and i, I knew he had it before he even bet so i had a live tell on you for that hand i don't normally have a live tell on you but I, I did, I had a live read and, and I, I knew that you had it. And so I was like, let's see how this motherfucker like five bets because I know he has it and I, he's gonna try to be cool about it and try to be slick, right? And you try to be slick about it. You bet 65% of your stack or something, which makes absolutely no sense. And you should like learn how to play poker because that was just ridiculous, right? I've been telling him this for totally years. Gave yes. up, and, and, totally yeah. gave up, totally gave up. So at that point, I, had, I already knew that you had it and yeah. then yeah. I then it, that pissed me off. And I was like, this guy thinks Thinks that he's gonna be slick with me like I know you fucking have it you should have just shoved that's disrespectful that you didn't shove and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> go in on you and yeah. what's interesting is look like in a home game type feel that's really standard stuff right like just going going in on someone and and talking shit and breaking their balls and everything and the thing is we're friends right so like yeah. I feel comfortable doing that with you I do that there's plenty of hands where I do that with Garrett right where Garrett sucks out on me and I, I like talk I just yeah, yeah, I, I, I see like, many. I get I get steamed for like the next thirty minutes. I wouldn't do that against someone that I don't consider a friend, right? And so, what's interesting is when you rewatch that, not knowing like the context of how that the flow of that game, and knowing that we're like we know each other, and that I'm breaking his balls, and I know he can take it. Um, it looks it looks like I'm just losing my mind, and it, and it looks like I'm just unhinged, and so. I uh, I brought this to squash the beef once and for all. This is for you. I actually have gifts for both of you, but here's here's this is for Nick to, to squash the beef once and for all. Whoa! Look wow. at it is. I know you're a single camper. malt guy. It's very very good. I, you have a lot of like shitty blue label. In Do there. I get a car out so of you, this? So you so I'm very frustrated because I have a gift for you. Yeah. I ordered it a month ago. Still hasn't come. Okay. So. I'm I'm very upset, but it is it's actually nicer than that, and I think that you will really Wait, like it. Why does she have something well, nicer than me? And because Audi, she's much much nicer and higher value than you. An well, Audi R8. So. I mean, at least, at least I know you're rich, an and yes. an Audi R8 is my dream car. Why? So, why is that your dream um, car? I love Audis. Okay. I drive an Audi, and okay. you know that's like top tier for yeah, me. She has a belly you button. Know, so it's an Audi. Okay. I just want I just want you to know that okay, if you want to buy me a gift. Okay. Is uh, would you get the manual? Of course. Okay. Uh, how would you not get the manual? That's ridiculous. Oh, I, I, I didn't know. Some people. The S five doesn't come in a manual, so I'm kind of frustrated that, about that. True. But that's, it's got the okay. pedal. I didn't realize that you were a car person. I am. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, make sure it's yes. turbocharged. So anyway, this is to officially squash the beef. Uh, but there was there, no beef. I know there's no beef. You. There's I'm, no beef. Hey, you want to do it again and then bring me another bottle of that? Do it. No, Wait, I don't let, want to do it again because you like you sat there and you played three hands and it was supposed to be like an a all-star game that's loose and like I was right. Like I'm right. But I understand that you can't 
respond because you're the owner of the show and you can't like come back at me and it puts you in a weird position. I want to talk about how stupid that five bet was and how yeah. face up it was. You're, you're just, you're yeah. not good at poker. We should talk about and that. And yeah. it's not like, it very, I'm not saying I'm good at poker, but you're in I'm that horrible. hand, you yeah. are terrible. Oh, Do you I, call if it's an F, all in? Yes, a respectful all in? call yeah. if it's F an all minus. in. What a disrespectful five bet. You, you, totally. If you do anything other than what you did, you get, you double up. I, give every, I get, you get everything. everything. Yeah. It depends what the flush I mean, you get an ace on the river, maybe. You could have won, you could have got an ace or a flush. I mean, we know, but it doesn't. But you know, like, I just wanted to get as least amount as I could. Yes, so you won six thousand instead of eighty thousand or whatever. Yeah, it was. right. So, no, it good been job, 80, but, Nick. Good yeah, job. so I'm 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 playing at an Min optimal value, level. I'm playing at a level that you just don't understand. I, I clearly, clearly, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So even so if yes. you had a poker poker book, you wouldn't understand. I, I don't. I didn't. I need to read more <laughs> that poker was books. So good. I was so I, I, I genuinely I went from like being it was like this fun game to actually mad at you when you did that. I, was, I know you were I mad at me. If you came in off. here, if you came in here and said you weren't legitimately mad at me, I would just say you're full of shit. No, I was genuinely pissed. I could tell when someone's genuinely pissed. It was the pissed. third hand you played all night, and I knew it was the first five bet you've ever made in your life, like ever. I don't that's, think you've ever five bet before. That's not true, ever. but I don't think. But for the sake me. of sake of a good show, let's yes. go with it. Okay, fair all enough. Right. But anyway, and then <laughs> I just want to know, Nick. Just tell us honestly, what's your five betting range? Um, I need to have a, a, a set of aces. Yes. Pre-flop. A set of yeah, a aces. Set. I don't know yeah. how I'm going to accomplish it, but that's my range. So aces and kings, obviously. For sure. Okay. That's it. I just wanted to clarify so that he understands. I don't think he's getting it. Yes. It's you know? just two hands. No, I'm, yeah. I very rarely understand. Yes. So, um, so, yeah. And actually, you know what's funny is I knew that uh, that hand ended up making me $200,000. So thank you. And yeah, from Andy. Yes, from And Andy. he even made that declaration know, but, later. Yes. He goes, you should thank Nick. So, I knew that that was happening during the hand with Andy, and I wow. can, we can walk through that. So basically, what you're saying is you're a genius. You're talking about Andy's <laughs> bluff against you. One of you're the biggest to come, bluffs. Yes. You're on trying Hustler. to come on the show to convince everyone that you're a genius. I don't need anyone to. Be you know what I anything. almost said to you yes. when, but I, but then I halfway okay, a little less than halfway through, I thought you were joking at first. Right. Okay. And then I realized, oh fuck, he's not joking. He's seriously pissed off. But I almost said to you when you said, I, I, I wouldn't even know what to do here. Even if I have a poker book, I, I, I wouldn't know what to do. And I almost said, you should have read that fucking poker book a long, <laughs> long time ago, bro. I've been watching you play. <laughs> I know, don't good. wait for this hand. But um, but yeah, that was that was pretty fun. But then when I realized, oh, shit, he's and you know what? The I'll, I will make a confession to you right yes. here. OK, in any other game, you would make me laugh doing that, even if you were super tilted. Yes. I would fucking lose. I would go out of character and I'd fall out of my chair yeah. because it was so funny. But the reason I did it, didn't do that is because I was so fucking cranky and tilted that whole game yes. that I sat there. And this is a true thing that went in my head. I'm thinking to myself, okay, Nick, you're the owner of the show. You have a decision to make right now. As Nick Fertucci, non-owner, I want to fucking jump out of this chair mm -hmm. and fucking go berserk like and just say fuck you fucking put your money in your pussy you know or something and then the other side of me is going um no yeah you're you will definitely have like three weeks of like an apology tour and you will regret it and I, so just like sit there my fucking hat that was i wearing a hat because if i was it it like i felt it was like <laughs> elevating over my head because i'm thinking I just don't need this shit right now, yeah, bro. You know, I know what I mean? Like, so it, but, but retrospect, like looking back, it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. I, and, and in retrospect, I should not ever have apologized to you. I, I, I should not. <laughs> I actually regret like going well, on. Let everybody part. know yes. too. You sent me a set of 
uh, text that literally went on for almost an hour apologizing. And I'm like, bro, we're, I, I, we're I don't know. Good. I don't know about an hour. Okay, 40, I, I definitely, it was, it was maybe like 50 minutes. But still, <laughs> I, I did feel bad because Nick is he's a weak person and he needs to be coddled. I do. I'm I sensitive. Just, he's a sensitive guy. Yeah. And like, I just... You know, I don't want to hurt. He's, you got you got a baby at the table. You got to treat him like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have texted him for 50 minutes like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You yeah, should have. What kind of five bet was that? You're so sorry. And the truth is, and then we can all joke, and especially you better shut up with your VPIP. We'll talk about that. But literally, one of the reasons why I was as inactive as I was, this is the truth. You can believe this or not, is I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave even before that. Everyone happened. wanted to leave. No one wanted to be there. That's I what wanted was to so get funny. Up. I wanted to, if, again, not the owner of the yes. show. I wanted to leave my chips on the table, figure someone would count them out, why? and just go, why? fuck you, why? motherfuckers. Tell us why, again. I know because, why. Because, yeah, because it, it, this show didn't have a shot from the beginning because of the mixture of players. And, and I just like, like let, and then, oh, oh, and here's the other, okay, so I'll answer you and then I'll tell you something else. Oh, this is great, here. Just stop fidgeting. Yeah, yeah. so, um, because before the show, we, we had so much pressure on us to keep the game at a certain level from certain players. And when it started out that way, and then Garrett continued to give the speech that I didn't want him to give. And, and I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, am I a fucking schmuck? Like everything that's been said, like as the owner of the show, please let's do this just one time. Everyone's like, straddle, double straddle, fuck you, give my speech. And I'm like, I just wanted to get up and say, you know what, motherfuckers, fuck you. I gotta like, tell you, as someone that is not the owner of the show, it was hilarious. It, it was, was very it, funny. It, it look, that's what I'm saying. Looking yes. back, I'm glad it all happened. Yes. Because it's something to talk about, and your rant was like fucking epic. Yes. But here's the other thing. Oh, so here's the other thing there, Vanna. So we, uh, so I go take a break after all this for a minute. I'm by the lockers and I'm checking my phone, whatever. And so all here's here's uh what the hell's her name shashimi and and iron standing out there talking to ryan already i wasn't part of it and they're going how come you're not protecting us like how come this is still happening like you gave us our word i only have four thousand in front of me i don't have this whatever right and 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 um oh so let me tell so before before that happens garrett again goes straddle straddle everyone goes straddle around like he does he doesn't wait for everyone to say yes he just makes them shake their head yes and they by default go like this as he's going around the table and then he puts it down and one time shashimi takes out a straddle and she straddles and and or garrett asks her to her to do the straddle she does it and garrett gives her a fist and she gives him a fist back like they're bros like straddle bros and I'm like, am I in the straddle bro? Am I in the twilight zone? You're the one most adamant about not this happening, but now you're fist bumping, and then you want me to go bad for you, and I'm in a bad mood, but yep. you're doing this. So then when I go to the lockers, after the fist bump, they're complaining. And I come up and then they look at me and yeah. I go, fuck no. Yeah. You fucking guys are on your own. I said, I tried from the very beginning. I'm on monkey tilt over it. And now you're fist bumping and all this shit. And now you, you, you're complaining. <laughs> dude, Ryan, good luck. I went to the bathroom and went back to the table. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not. I'm not being the guy. So after that, mm -hmm. not long after that, I told Ryan, I'm just going to sit. I don't care what the players say. Yeah. If you want yeah, to come that's, that's say something. That's very different. Than, when you want to come say something from production. Before. Yeah, you want to whatever and whatever. And oh. Well, speak up for yourself, fellas. Because yeah. I don't care about the straddle. I don't know if you know that. It doesn't bother me. I'll play with the straddles. 
it's just because I'm the owner of the show. I want there to be less attrition. Yeah. I want people to be able to play longer. Yes. I want people to come on the show more. I want them to trust that if they come into a 25-50 game, it's not a 1-2 game because if not, they won't show up. Right. So these are just the things. Wait, that, so you're saying there was a moment where you told Ryan, I'm not going to play any more hands. I'm just going to sit there. Oh, okay. Good. Well played. I'm yes, just saying, yes. I, I yeah, don't, yeah. I, let's try to find that moment. I hey, think, <laughs> I, I think when Nick, you spazzed out about a $6,000 bet, were the markets down? It were, you, was, were you struggling uh, a little remember. financially? I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I was probably in a bad mood that day. Yeah. I have a feeling, honestly, Nick, just from talking to you and knowing you, I feel like you can't distinguish between people when they're the show person is on because the person who's playing on a camera, the person who's doing the podcast or doing a vlog, and then the real person. Because a lot of times those two are not exactly the same. Because when Sashimi or Iron are on the show, they don't want to be like, oh no, we don't want to straddle Garrett. You know, of course they want to be like, ha ha ha, yeah, I fit in. And then go tell you like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. You have to understand that dynamic. I understand it just fine. You just don't have to be the person falling on the sword. I, I'm not going to do it anymore. Valerie, what were you thinking as a show owner at that point? Like, were you thinking, I need I to step like, in? or you're No, are, I was like, this is great for ratings. You outrank them, so you were yeah. just like, I'm going to let the underlings Yeah, kind of and I was like, we out. need to tilt Double M more and more got every it. episode. Got it, got it, got it. Actually, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't tilted that day. I was, that was the only hand where I was tilted because Nick mm -hmm. got me there. But You just yeah. said you weren't tilted, and then you said you were tilted, so why is your so story Because he's a liar. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Easy. Uh, look, he's it's, already changed it's, it. It's, By the way, since the hand happened, he's changed his story. A hundred times. Not that anyone else is doing that recently, Listen, but I, he changed his story a thousand times. I wasn't mad. Well, that's the first time I was officially mad. I mean, you know, you're a little well, bit bipolar. You know, that's because there's a lot of fluid information going on here. And, you know, after the hand, <laughs> Nick actually gave me a refund and it was great. So we it need, ended up being we totally need to get amazing. to the bottom of this investigation. Right, so yeah. this, this podcast is being recorded on October 9th. Uh, it's in the middle of is the, the shitstorm. I don't is know what the, the day is. Okay, so so that's so everyone watching. If this comes out two three weeks later, at least they need to understand yes. some of the things we talk about. Yeah, the context. So, so three weeks from now, someone's probably going to be in jail, and we won't like we won't know how that plays out. But we oh could, my god, we what could, a statement we, you just made! I, no, I think that's an interesting <laughs> statement, and that's a statement coming from like assuming that there will be fairness if there was cheating, and like being jaded by the Mike Postle stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's always so difficult to prove any sort of cheating in poker, and then to actually have anything happen okay. outside of the poker community. So, like we said, there's th this is a very fluid situation. There's like new facts coming out every. I mean, no, I was like playing, you said, yeah, not we. Okay, so yeah. I'm saying it's a very fluid situation, <laughs> right? And um, it's funny because I was playing on uh, Friday with with Doug uh, Polk and like all the guys on you know Friday night. And how'd you do? Uh, I really don't know. I was up a hundred. Oh um, my god, you're a beast so, now. A hundred dollars? That's great. Good was, for you. Yeah, it was cool. Um, okay. But go on. And so uh, the but the the Garrett's like big kind of Watergate report hit while we're sitting there at the table and no one had no one knew it was like no one even knew it was out and yeah. so i went to the bathroom and i saw that it hit and i was like doug you gotta you gotta go check your phone man and he he was like very upset that he was had to play poker <laughs> yeah for like he wanted to like, jump yeah, on that wanted, shit yeah. real time yeah but um so look I, I agree with you that it's it's difficult to get justice what i will say is um Look, there's there's levels to this, like like Meek Mill said, right? So level one is. Are you you're quoting Meek Mill? Yeah, of course. Meek Mill's of course. Who's that? He's a rapper from Philly. Okay. That's so what I was about to say. He, he's good. Yeah. So interesting. Um, yeah. So he, um, if you look, so I probably played 
you know, between 10 and 20,000 hours of poker in my life, right? You um, never know it. When, well, you know, well, I, I don't, you I'm haven't not, I'm read not, a I'm book good. though. I've done it a lot. You right? haven't I've done read a lot of things book. for 20 hours. Yeah, it's 20, just like, so actually, you could do it a lot. Doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. So, but, and so I play in a lot of kind of big private games with, you know, I think the first thing that came out was, oh, this person's got a lot of money. It doesn't matter if she, you know, she makes reckless calls like this because she's rich or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I've never, like, I play with a lot of very, very rich people. I've never in my life seen a, a call as crazy as that, right? So that's level one, is that this is the best hero call I've ever seen in my life, And right? that's why we're here right. discussing it because yes. it's Yes, so it's number absurd. one is best hero call ever, okay? Level two is then the behavior starts coming out, right? Which is, okay, this person's backed by this person and like the story's changing and you know, you're, you're tanking and you can't explain why you're tanking. And so that's just like, okay, that's a little weird, right? Level three is you give the money back, right? Now it's starting to get pretty difficult to believe you. And um, you know, it's, I know what your sentiment is, and it's correct, is that this is all circumstantial, right? O.J. Simpson was all circumstantial. I'm not gonna go get dinner with O.J. Simpson, right? Like, Well, it's, I didn't say that. Okay. I don't think that it is all circumstantial. It would be really interesting if it would. It would be like really sad for her so, if it was all just circumstantial. I think like things are starting to add up. One of the things that I would say is, so Garrett is a friend of mine, and he is, um, like it's funny because he gets a lot of hate just because he's such a visible guy in the in the poker scene um and people just kind of you know like jordan got haters right like the people get everyone gets haters and he's really he genuinely is a good person and he um he didn't ask for any of this it just happened to him right and uh he has to now deal with this because he was kind of like thrust into this situation and it sucks, right? It sucks for anyone to have to deal with. And he has been public about how like he deals with depression and he has a lot of anxiety. And like, I can't imagine how with as someone with that kind of psyche already to have to kind of deal with this, it's, it's, it's tough. And so, um, you know, shout out to Garrett. Like, you know, I haven't talked to him a lot since this happened because he's clearly been in the lab, but it's, it's, he, he is genuinely a good person. And I didn't, I didn't know that until I started playing out here, right? Like I've watched you guys kind of for the last however many five, six years at the bike. Yeah. Um, I thought you guys were awesome entertainment. It, we, we would have you guys on, we'd play in you know, home games in New York and we'd have you guys on the TV. Yeah. It was cool. Um, and then I, and I thought to myself, there's no way that this guy's actually a good dude, right? Like he's just a poker player who's <clears throat> a shark, um, but he actually is a good person. And so um, it's, it sucks that this is happening to him, but like, I think we're, we're all gonna get to a place where you know, people see kind of what the truth is, I think, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion and yep. you know we were gonna let you give it. Yeah, for yep. sure. I, if, you, if I could add to that, when you say we're all gonna get to the truth, I think, uh, again, and I've like said this a few times with the whole Mike Postle stuff, like, there's only so much we can uncover. Like there's there, it's hard to get like a device if there was one, if there was cheating. Mm -hmm. um, so like we have to define as a community what the truth is or what we would deem to be guilty or innocent. Mm -hmm. And and then we need to establish a set of like boundaries within our community to see, to like agree to what we're gonna do with that information when sure. we decide. Sure, yeah, I think those are good points. I do think it's a little sus uh, that the one link between Postal and this situation is Valerie. And I think that, you know, that potentially, I'm not saying that should be investigated, but 
yeah. I'm so happy that I don't that I don't actually work for Hustler Casino Live because I would just be like I'm just oh, gonna go live under so a rock. So now we have a verbal declaration. We do not own <laughs> any of the stream. Away all oh, her everyone wants to be an owner when things are <laughs> really sold, going I, good. When they're going bad, they're like, hey, fuck, I don't know what they're talking about. I, I sold know. my equity that night. You yeah. Sold it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, Vincent, can you turn the air down to like 69 before I fucking face melts off? We don't even have to cut that. Okay, let's go. Sorry. Is your Let's face just melting off? I thought that's just the way you look. He's just steamed. He's just getting steamed. But it's all right. Notice how he asked for 69. But anyway. Oh <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Love look, it. I like we don't need to talk about it the whole podcast. Yeah. I think that it's, you know, it's... It would be weird to not talk about it, given the shitstorm. It's the, the biggest poker story ever. And it's happening. It's cr Okay. So this is one thing I will say, is the the... The, the biggest sun run I ever had in poker in my life was that I did not play in that game. So I was in New York and Ryan was texting me and he was like, hey, there was a, I, I was like the, you know, on the wait list for this game, right? Because Phil Ivey is there and I, I, I've never played against Phil um, and I would love to play against him. And uh, he was like, we got to drop out. Like you're, you're the first spot if you want it. And I was in New York and I was like, how do I get, I need to get back to California in time because I, because I can play with Phil Ivy. This is awesome. Right. And there were no, there were no flights, right. To get back in time. So then I started looking at private flights and I was like, okay, do I really want to pay like this much to get back in a game to play with Phil Ivy? Like I need to get my fucking head examined if I'm paying money to play with like the greatest player of all time. Right. So I, I texted him back and I was like, no, I can't. Sorry, yeah. man. I can't get back in time. Best luck of my life. If you think, yeah, yes. sure. That I was not in this game. Yeah. Well, so, you're running good. Yeah, I'm running very, very good. You folded so. ace king against kings. You didn't show up to the that game. That wasn't luck. That was luck. That was that's called being a fucking crusher. So, so, that's yeah. called playing against a fish. Yeah, that's called just don't play against Nick yeah. ever if he's in a hand. Well, not so. when he's five betting. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about it because like if it, on one of those three hands, if you're in one of them, then you just don't have to play. Correct. Yeah. There's not a lot to be worried about. That's correct. That's Next right. time, just go all in. Thank you, Valerie, for your wonderful, <laughs> wonderful poker me. advice. Oh, wait, here, so here's something that like people don't really, uh, I, I guess I'm very opinionated on this, so I'll, I'll just give my opinions, right? A lot of people talk about how um, you're a very winning player on the stream. Right? Yeah, that's actually and, controversial. And it's right very now. controversial because you're a very winning player on the stream, <laughs> right? and you also organize the game, right? Yep. Now, what's interesting is there, so I basically exclusively play in private games, right? And so there's always a guy or two guys that are organizing it. And 100% of the time they're playing in the game, right? 100%. There's never a time when a guy's organizing a game. Is it a fair and, comparison though? So, so that's my question, right? Is, is there a difference because it's streamed, right? It is a very fair comparison if it's not streamed, right? The, usually the guy that organizes the game is the tightest player. And usually he's number one or number two biggest winner in the game. And that's why he organizes the game. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you, I organized a game. So during COVID, we can get into this later. Um, I started running a game like online because everyone was bored in New York and we started, started, you know, playing games. I started running a game because I started getting kicked out of games in New York because I was winning too much. And so I had to start my own game. Right. And that's just kind of what happens is you start your own game. 
you invite your friends, you invite people that, that you think are a good fit for the game. And typically the guy that runs the game is the winner. I played in my own game. I ran on stones mm -hmm. and uh, everyone, all my high stakes friends who were playing on apps yeah. during COVID were playing in the own, their own game that they organized too. Correct. So, and so the question is, sure. does it make a difference because it's streamed? Because I don't think, well, I think people don't realize, and I'm not defending you. I'm not like defending you or advocating for you. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it is very typical for someone who uh, organizes a game to play in it and also be a winner in it. Well, let me answer it this way and give me some time to get a couple things out. Uh, uh, one is, I will say, I think even, I could be wrong, but even on my opening speech on August 3rd, when our very first show, I think I said something like, you know, one of the reasons, well, I could just tell you this because I can't remember for sure. One of the, here's the reasons I started the show. Okay. I started the show because I decided to retire out of all my other businesses because I just felt like being done with that grind. I made enough money in my life to do that. Poker was becoming one of my, probably my biggest passions. When, when COVID hit and around that time or sooner, I went deep into the lab, like with coaching and training and literally even not this last two weeks because of the shit show, but even prior to that, like every single hand I play, every single hand, not shouldn't say this, but a lot of hands other people play. Like I decided, you know, it would be fun for me to not be the spot and to really learn poker, not to come be like a killer or to have bad form. I just wanted to take it as my next life challenge. And so, you know, Ryan and I, when we just started, and so that was in itself one thing. And then when Ryan and I decided to, decided to go get a show, one of the reasons I wanted to get a show was so I could play, right? I, it, like you said, like people have, you know, I wanted to play. Now I play two to three times a week sometimes. I look forward to it. It's my social life. Uh, these guys are my friends. We fucking laugh, talk. So that's why I wanted to do it. I put, you know, half a million bucks into this investment, you know, to do it. And I understand the concept of conflict. And I understand that now because I am the winning player or second winningest from it, whatever, it could change now because everyone's starting to have these big wins. But, you know, um, I, I understand the scrutiny and the heat, but you know, the bottom line is it's like, you know, I'm going to play poker. That's what I'm going to do. And you know, it's, and I, and I had to talk about this with Doug and it's like, you know, Doug plays in his games, but there's not that controversy right now. And you know, I got a little bit of that very small, but now this happening, I'm getting a lot of that. And it's just like, you know, I, I don't know how to answer it any other way than like, I really try and, and I play a lot. So I do need to kind of try and I take it as a, um, it's not like I need the money. It's, it's, it's like a challenge to me to figure out poker. And so every time I go there, I, I make like five or 10 mistakes. Even if I have a winning session, I make mistakes. Like it's a mistake to five bet you. This is stupid, right? I'd have got all, all well, the your money. Your sizing was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was fucking terrible. Yes. Tor okay, the worst let's, I've more. ever seen. <sighs> more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. You should, that should be the thing you look at in the dog lab. shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah it garbage. should be the one thing I focus on probably for yes. the next few months. Yeah. Correct. And I, and I am. And since that day I've hated myself. So, um, <laughs> but the bottom line Cries in the fetal position but the bottom every line night is, but the bottom <laughs> and here's a, want to hear a fun fact. This is my hand to God. I thought you were going to come on sooner. And I went back and I had one of my guys go back yeah. and I ran our last 12 to 15 shows, yours and mine. I had a higher VPIP than you. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe that. No, I, I, listen, I, no. I, I promise. If right. I need to go back and actually pull all the shows and okay. not have you back on, I would never make it up because if okay. I if I did just for just for a fun show, yes. then I would be slaughtered okay. it just for fun, right? Well, look, You're just, so sensitive. No, no, no. no it's Why? okay. Listen. Oh my listen, god. Listen, listen, no, no, no. It's not being sensitive. We're having. We're having. You guys are the ones talking about a playing three hands. I'm just talking about. So I've also done the math. I I played in in twelve episodes, right? And. I am the sixth winningest player, and I all I care about is that I win more than you. If I if I can get above you, then I that's all I care about. I don't care if I'm. Like, I love it. I don't and care you'll if probably I'm the, get there the because you, you're most playing in the losing player. You're, it, yeah, as long you're as playing you in the Friday game. You'll, you're going to surpass me easily. Yes, but do not call me sensitive because we're talking about a subject. You don't think you're sensitive? I'm so sensitive. You're, you are. But I'm the mo- like. Look, I'm a bitch. The sun. The sunset comes down. I cry. Okay. The yes. sunset. I cry. Yes. Every okay. night. As soon as I see hands. a sunset, yes. I'm I'm a fucking mess. Yes. But but regardless, if we're going to bring up a subject, I want to be able to talk about it. Yes. So now, if we're going to talk about, and I know she's not sensitive because she's got. Because she's has nothing inside. Um, <laughs> she okay? actually is a she's, vampire. She's a fucking so, yeah. hollow shell <laughs> yeah, yeah, with glasses is, and a she's blonde a wig. wig. Yes, okay, she's, she's got a blonde wig. A broken person. She's got yes, a blonde, blonde wig correct. and just literally has like just nothing. She's a yes. shell. You Botox fil- and silicone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's just a, she's correct. like a blow up doll. Yes. So. <laughs> Yes. So listen, so with that said, this blow up doll mother fuzzer right here came on the Max Payne Monday after weeks of busting my balls. Uh-huh. And and I don't care how card dead she is. Oh, okay, it's okay uh-huh. for her to be card dead. Twelve percent. And and lost Better six. Better than or, Doug Poke. And and lost six or eight K. So Okay. Talk about someone who bad. should never bring up VPIP again. <laughs> Even bad. if she's a girl and she has like she can bring views, yeah. she probably can never play again because she, I mean now that she's not an owner, she's got no juice, and yeah, who wants right. to see her play one hand? Valerie, do you want to defend yourself at all? Oh, card that day. I was. I'm such a good player that I was trying to let other people win mm. so that I don't embarrass them. For the rest of their lives. Okay, that's very nice. Yeah, it's fair. benevolent. It's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was doing it out of out of my own sheer kindness because yeah. I'm such a good person. I didn't know blow up dolls had kindness seem, or any kind of emotion. I am such a good person. You yeah. seem like a very kind. Any person. guy? Anyone interested in <laughs> ordering a blow up doll? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks like. I don't know if you're into that, but anyways, yeah. So an whatever. old used blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I, I think if one of you guys looks like a blow up doll, it's definitely you. You look like a literal blow up doll. You look like I you look got, like stung, I got by stung by, a, by bee. a bee. Yeah, that's what you look like. Uh-huh. You look. You know what you look like? You look like if a a sausage pizza like found a genie and then wished to become a human, <laughs> and then that's you. That's I what love you look it, like. Man, this yeah. is gonna be the best show ever. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what you look like. Right. You look like you've only been eating hot dogs for the last twenty right. years. And yeah. I've seen better heads in the men's restroom than yours. So, like, you know, it goes both it's, ways. That, that is true. <laughs> that's I, I, actually, do, I do know, know jujitsu. So. Yeah, that's an <laughs> accurate point. Anyways, all right. All right. That's good. That's good. All right, all right. So, shit, I don't know. Ask him a question. Yeah, I'm so done with this fuck. How did you end up getting on Hustler Casino Live anyway? Like, okay. what was that origin was that? story? Whose mistake was that? All right. So, um, I've been playing poker for about since I graduated college. So I graduated college, like, you know, uh, call it 18 years ago. I've been playing, I played in college. I've been playing since then. And um, I, I used to be a big blackjack player. And uh, I, so a friend and I would, would go kind of travel across the country and play blackjack. We'd go to, you know, we started in Atlantic City, we'd go to Vegas, we'd go to, you know, the other casinos around. How did that, how did that work out for you? So I'm, it worked out very well. 
And I, um, probably about 10 years ago, um, neither of us are allowed to play blackjack anymore in, in casinos in this, in this country. And so we had to kind of um, switch to, we're known as what's called advantage players, right? Which just means that like you, you, you know when to bet big, you know when to kind of bet Can small. I ask you a question about yeah, that? sure. Uh, is there... Um, cause I've played blackjack before and I know you can play with like single deck, double deck, yes. like what is the deck? How many decks can you play in to, to be an advantage player? So what you want <laughs> is you're, you're looking for, um, six deck with deep penetration. So something that I don't, I don't know, maybe you might know something about a little, but you know, <laughs> you if, you could, how many, if you could, let six us deck. Valerie, how many, six how many decks, six deck, how many shuffle. decks are you comfortable with? I mean, as many as I need to be. What you want is you want to find a dealer that lets you get really deep in terms of the penetration. And so the... I would think what, a single deck, you could count the cards. Okay, but the, the payouts are different in single deck, right? Ah. So, so for example, uh, many times in single deck, um, the, uh, the the dealer is allowed to stand on saw 17, right? Mm -hmm. And there's just... And you get payouts different. If you pay out one-to-one -one in blackjack, it just ruins the whole edge, right? And so what you want is you want hand shuffle, six deck, deep penetration. And when you have that then you can wait and you can just play shoe after shoe after shoe until the deck gets really, really heavy. Define deep penetration. Is that cutting the cards yeah, deep so, in so, the middle? So what happens is when you cut, they'll give you you know, the cut card and you cut the, the deck and then they cut the deck. And when they, basically what happens is they deal the cards and when it gets to the point when uh, they hit their cut card, they start a new shoe. Mm -hmm. And so what you want is you want a dealer that deals as much of the shoe as, as he can oh, right because yes. what that's that end of the deck is when you make all your money right because when it's very very heavy you want to be able to play as many hands as possible in that kind of end of the deck and so uh that's what you 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 want to go to a casino where they play six uh six deck hand shuffle with a very high spread right so you can bet you know your min bets 500 and your max bets so you've got 50, kind 000. of an algorithm going where you're like counting which cards you see and kind so of you have, doing you have three quick... counts right so you have yeah. your true count which is how many you know tens and and aces have come out you have your second count which is the the number of cards that have come out and then your third count is the number of aces that have come out so you know at all times um how good the deck is and basically what you're playing for is just for the dealer to bust and you want to be betting big when you think that the dealer is going to bust and if you if you do that correctly and you play basically standard you know blackjack you have an advantage over the house so does it matter if there's a player on the table who doesn't know what they're doing and there's they're... no other players at the table you're playing it just has and, to be you no, you're and the playing dealer? in the back room on your own table like, uh, no, okay okay there's no you know when you're, you're playing hundred thousand dollar hands of blackjack it's just you like you do whatever you want big nice shoot uh, damn I'm, I'm not saying that, i'm not saying i did that i'm saying if one does that you get your own room so just kidding. yes so um, so anyway, so I started playing blackjack um, and poker, and uh, I stopped being able to play blackjack. So I started focusing in poker, and to be honest, I was kind of just like a flat, like, you know, I, I was just an average player. I kind of didn't really win or lose a lot. Um, but then something happened, which was, which was COVID, right? So COVID hit three years ago, and we started quarantining. And um, at that point, I had been playing, um, I'd been actually driving to like parks and like Atlantic City because those were the biggest games. And at that point, it was like probably 10, 10 25 was the biggest game. Um, and those buy-ins were capped, right? You're you capped at like $5,000, I think, um, at parks. And then at, at Borgata, it was uncapped. It was crazy. Like people would buy in for 10 grand and it was like a huge game. Um, then COVID happened and something funny happened, which is a lot of these private games migrated online because everyone was just bored and there was nothing to do. So we started playing five, six times a week online. 
and um, my win rate went through the roof. And I realized that I had a lot of leaks in my game and I was just playing way too many hands. My VPIP was way too high. Like, and I did kind of what you did, which is went into the lab and studied yeah. my style. I tried to fix all my leaks. And um, it started becoming a real source of income to me. Is that, and I'm not trolling you even yes. though I want to, is that why your VPIP went down because you started playing a different strategy? So You, you mean why I went down in <clears throat> at Hustler? Yeah. it's Hustler was the first live game I'd played in three years. Oh, right? okay. And so the, what's interesting about playing live is you, first of all, you probably play a fifth as many hands is, is the first thing. Yeah. And the second thing is when you um, win or lose a pot, the dealer has to like pay people out, which takes 30 seconds. Yeah, or so, you right? see less hands. So you just see, you're, you're seeing probably an order of magnitude fewer hands playing live. Totally. And so um, when I started, I was just bored, right? I was just like, mm. like, you know, we're, we're, I, there's just, it was just boring. And so I was playing a lot more hands. Also, there's an element we should talk, this is going to come into play when we talk about the Andy hand. There's an element that this is on stream. Right, so you want to you want to play splashier, you want to play looser than you normally would. Um, if you like, it's interesting because if you are, play very tight in a private game, like no one knows what your cards are. They don't know like that mm -hmm. you're like they might think you're just card dead or whatever it is. But if you do it on stream, you're yeah, gonna get exposed. You're exposed, you're exposed yeah. pretty quickly, and you're not gonna get invited back, right? And this is something totally. that that Billy spoke about on what your you podcast. smiling at me for? No, is, I'm smiling at, because <laughs> I'm not getting invited back. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a view on that. But if you lost, maybe you should get invited back, right, to, to oh, redeem yeah. yourself, right? Great. Um, and so, so yes, the answer is yes. That's why my VPIP went down. Is, Got it. Is I was bored to start, and I was like, I got to start playing like I like I have been for the past three years because um, that's the other thing too. Is in in some of these like you know big private games, it's very much like a like a like a Mayweather fight where you have to just dodge the, the fucking shots for six hours or however long, you know, obviously it's, it's not six hours for him, but the reason why Mayweather's so good is he just never gets hit, right? Yeah. And so in these these huge games, the difference in your in your month can be that you're at the wrong end of like a seven figure pot, right? And so you're trying to, you need to cut off that tail because that makes you a winning, if you can dodge the seven figure losses, then you'll be a winning player. And that's why I actually was giving up, I studied a lot of my hands on stream. In the beginning, I was giving away too much value when I was ahead. I wasn't going for thin enough value because I was sitting very deep against guys that were also very deep. And if I raise 50,000 on the river and he jams for 600,000, like, I am I prepared to lose 600,000 or I'll just, well, I just take the, you know, $50,000 pot now, right? Yeah, so when you're playing that deep, you do yes. have to be careful or be willing to be in that position. Correct. And yeah. so I, I've hopefully since that fixed that leak in my game, but, um, that's something to think about is like, that is the difference maker is when you lose massive pots um, and and you do that by playing tighter, so. Yeah, and I was, you know, as I've been in the lab uh, and and like, no, I don't, I don't hide the fact that like, I try real hard and I'm like, for my own thing where I just have, tell me the truth, when you, when you started really studying, isn't it more fun because then you're up in a way because you're applying like things and you see the results, right? And that exact subject, I, someone I work with says, you know, look, you need to you need to get value and you need to 
just deal with it later when you get shoved on. Like you have to go for thin value. Yeah. You have to do it. A lot of times you don't, especially because like you said, you're deep and you're like, fuck it. Like I'd rather just win this pot than have to lose like, you know, a hundred thousand right now. Yes. And the truth is, is if you want to be a really great player, you, yes. you have to do it and then deal with it. Yes, that's right. And that, that's exactly right. And what I was, I, what I found is I just, I don't want to be in those spots. So I, so I was never in those spots. And right. then I realized, you know what, you got to put yourself in those you spots. Have like to, you yeah. have to do it if yeah. you want to get to that next level. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm at the next level, but I'm trying no, but to get there. And it's, it is, it's very important. It's one of the things that's interesting is I've realized that um, when you play in kind of high stakes private games, one of the most powerful things you can do is have a very uh, strong calling range and very uh, strong checkback range. Yeah. And the reason why is these guys don't give a shit about money, and they will run you over if you don't. No, have, that's right. If you don't have a strong. And so uh, I'll give you an example. There, this happened, I think, three or four months ago. My friend was in the game. There was uh, they're playing Hold'em, and um, there's a guy who it, it's his game. He's a hedge fund guy. He is a complete sicko. He's the, the sickest guy in the country. And if you, um, I think, you know, some of the viewers will know who I'm talking about, but he is just a psychopath. Um, he was sitting with about 3 million in chips, or in, in, you know, cash, but in chips. And uh, my buddy was sitting with about 600,000, right? So my buddy looks down, he's got Ace King suited. And, um, you know, the, the, the pot goes, uh, I think, raise, uh, it's raise, um, three bet, four bet call, right? So he's out of position. And uh, the flop- He calls the four bet out of position? No, the, the psychopath- Called uh, the four bet out of position. Calls four bet out of position, right? <clears throat> flop comes, okay, like I think six, seven king or something like that, right? Mm. The pot at this point, I think is maybe $30,000, $40,000, right? Okay. Friend bets, I think half pot, he's got top, top, right? The guy across from him shoves for $3 million. Right, so well, effectively, so, it's like six hundred thousand. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but yes, six hundred effective. But the point is, that's not you're not going to see that in any solver. You're not going to see that in a poker book. This guy, you're not ever going to read anything about this guy doesn't care about money. Like, what do I do when someone shoves on me for ten x pot on a flop when I have top top right? And he just flatted me pre and like it's and it just puts your mind in a blender. And mm -hmm. he ended up folding, and the guy turned over complete air. He didn't. Even, he, he had nothing. Nothing. No, yeah. Absolute nothing. And um, and so that I think a lot of the my style uh, is born off of that, which is right. like like you need to not be able to get run over because that's how you get destroyed. Yeah, right? that that's in a little PTSD from it. So you, you have to Correct. be careful. And sometimes that's even like you know when I'm playing with some against someone like Garrett or Ludacris. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's what's going through my mind. Like yes. I know if you know that if I bet this flop or I go for a thin value that I might have to face all my chips going Correct. in here. Correct. No, no matter what they have. Although Garrett has it sometimes, which is that's right. Right. So <clears throat> no, no, he will have it but, sometimes. But he's very balanced. Yeah. So Luda ne will never have it. No, so have that's, it, that's, he'll have know. it 20% of the yes, time. That's right. But but again, it's still a big endeavor because you're thinking to yourself, OK, I have top top. I'm playing against a guy that's out of his mind. But if he does have it this time, he's got a mm -hmm. Saturday, whatever it is, you know, like, is there a better spot for me? Right. to get his money yes. than to flip my coin here to not, you the know. The answer is yes. There's always going to be a better, a better spot. spot. There's always so going to be a better spot. That's why sometimes even myself, I'll err on it's, uh, I made the worst fold ever and it was a bad fold. It wasn't even a justification, but I made a bad fold where I fold preflop queens against Francisco who was stuck and it was for everything. And I just thought to myself, 
probably not a fold here, mm -hmm. okay? He is stuck, whatever. And then I just thought to myself, God, I'm in a zone right now. I'm winning. I'm having a great session. If I happen to be wrong here, I don't know. It was just one of those decisions, yep. you know. And But I erred on the side of the other way, which was a mistake in this moment. But these are the things that, like, when people are watching, they don't – it doesn't compute to them because they just want to see it. So, so you're reminding me of something of, of when, when you talk about, okay, if I lose here – I go from having a winning session to a losing session, which is right? wrong. That we should um, that came into play when I against that hand where Andy tried to bluff me. So we should talk about that at yeah. some point. Because the truth is, is if you're a good poker player, you should never think that. Yes. Because it is one long session. Yes. You can't be results oriented, and I will tell you from about even that I've been working at my game, everything else. It probably isn't until the, and I made this mistake recently, so this contradicts this, but it is the truth. Recently, I've I'm coming more to terms with because I'm so competitive that mm -hmm. like this session, I want a win because I'm just competitive. But now that I'm really learning poker and the, all the other sides of it, it's like, if you, if you look at it like that, you're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You're going to do stupid things like I did in that hand. And you are not a top poker player that is just trying to lock up a win. Right. And so I've had that mind frame and what I've also worked on lately. And, and it kind of shows in my behavior, because if you go back months, if I just lost a big hand or I got massively coolered, I don't tilt with my chips, but you could see physically that like yeah. I'm not me. okay. Like yes. I'm just like either disappointed in myself or just pissed. And so lately, like I, you know, I lost thirty-five thousand session recently, and I wouldn't say I wasn't bothered. I wasn't bothered to the point to where it affected my demeanor at all. Mm -hmm. And thirty-five is not a lot of money. I'm just saying, like, it just I'm getting better at understanding variance and all those things. Because if you don't, you're gonna will fall back into that to that mode of being too careful. Yes. Yeah, so, so just to make your point. We had Andy on here. Yes. And he talked about that bluff, which is still, I think, the historic, the biggest bluff attempt, or as Andy called it, the biggest um, punt, punt yes. uh, in Hustler Casino Live history. And Andy blamed Nick for that. Yes, so uh, I... <laughs> I get blamed for everything. He's 100% right. And so we, we went it into that It is Nick's hand. fault. Where's, uh, I was going to joke and say, where's my cut? But with everything going on, probably not a good funny. time to joke. Yeah. It's all, you already said it. <laughs> you already yeah. Yeah. It's out there. You already got it. At least it. I said it as a joke. Yes. Um, oh, God. Yes, so that hand, uh, I knew while that hand was going on, uh, the so it's... So that, that hand happened on Friday, right? So this is the hand where um, I had aces. The, the bluff hand. This is the bluff hand, yeah. right? So that that Wednesday was the all-star game when I when I went on my rant against you, right? <laughs> and it was a very, very, very visible, like, nitty fold, right? And it actually went, it was funny because I, I didn't expect this, but you were getting crushed on Twitter, which was like, look, even you can't even get action from a guy that has ace-king suited, right? And of so course, of it, course, was, of it course. was very funny and it made me feel good. And But it was very <laughs> visible that I made this very nitty fold, right? Now, Andy also, um, so what I know about Andy is I know what he thinks about me. And, uh, or at least up until what that point. What does he point. think about you? He thinks that I overfold. He thinks that I am uh, extremely tight. And then on top of that, I just made a ridiculous nitty fold on that Wednesday, right? So he thinks that, um, he, I, I know that he thinks I overfold, which he's probably right. Like he's, I probably do overfold. Um, but that's part of like coming from this mindset where I don't want to lose like seven figures in a pot. Uh, I've, it's happened to me and it, it doesn't feel good. And I just want to prevent that from happening again. So going into that hand, um, 
I think it was big blind versus hijack. I'm in the big blind. I think he's in the hijack. He when he four bets there, right? He still has a pretty wide range, right? So Andy's a very very good player. He's very capable. Um, and on top of that, he is a content creator, right? So that's something to think about. Which is, if this guy's going to make a move against a wreck, right? Who's like a hedge fund guy? Who's like you know fuck hedge fund guys? Um, he's going to do it against me. And so I could tell when he was raising that he was trying to isolate me, right? And so I knew that his his range was pretty wide, even at that point, okay? Yeah. Now, that's why I didn't five bet, is I figure, okay, this guy's range is pretty wide anyway. If I five bet here, he's just going to fold, right? With, with basically most of his hands. And because he's trying to rep my hand, right? Which, which I have two aces, so I'm blocking ace king, I'm blocking aces. Um, and so I flatted, right? And I thought to myself, okay, let's see like how much he loses his mind because I knew he was going to try to bluff me off my hand simply because like I'm a wreck and I thought to myself he thinks I overfold and he's probably trying to make a video about me right like he's he, he yeah. does in this that for a moment living, you think right? Andy's intention is to make a video absolutely, about you absolutely yes. he's saying it's one of the it's one right, of the, it's right, one of the things I, I think it's that I'm thinking an about, interesting right? consideration absolutely. during it's the one hand. of the things that 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 went through my mind right so then the flop comes and it's three low cards that are like kind of connected right and i think to myself um okay this isn't great right this is not a great flop for me because he his range is pretty wide i do not have him on any kind of gapped uh connectors though right i don't think that he's going to four bet with like jack nine or like 10 eight or things like that those are just like much weaker hands what did he have he, he had queen eight he, yeah. he had he had below the basement of his range right he had like a, a, like a diamonds or something? No, he it wasn't suited. It he, he had a, a, oh, like so it was gross. a six standard deviation like left tail hand that he had, and yeah. and that right there, like I was right about his read on me is that he thinks that I overfold. Yeah. He was and trying to outplay you. Me. Yes, exactly. He's going to outplay me and then like show YouTube sure. that he did it right. So um, then he continues right. So I check. He continues. the The turn is a brick, um, and I check, and he bets thirty five thousand dollars. Now, one thing I know about Andy is um, he is, first of all, so he's Chinese, or actually, so he's, he's, he's Taiwanese, yeah. yeah. So I, Which sorry, is, I, I don't, he's Taiwanese. We're I'm trying sorry. not sorry, to be political, Andy, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, okay, See, he's from Taiwan. I think people um, from China will say that is co China. Correct, yeah. I'm, yes, so uh, I, he's from Taiwan. And um, you're I'm, half, you're I'm half, half Chinese, Chinese, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it, that enters into my, my thinking as well, which is that money, it, it means something, right? Like it's the $35,000 is $35,000. It's not like this means nothing. And, um, you know, this is, these are all chips. And like, I'm, I'm a robot from like, you know, Europe that yeah. doesn't think about that just plays GTO every single day. Right. Um, so it means something. So he bets, right. And I call. Okay. So at that point, the, the board wildly favors his four bet range. Right. But I still call $35,000. Okay. So, I'm thinking in his head, right? I'm thinking, what does he think I have if I'm calling? And it has to be that he thinks that I have an overpair, like some shitty overpair, because there's no way that I would call $35,000 on this board when he's being this aggressive, right? Then we get to the river and I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm either going to snap call any, any pot size bets or I'm probably gonna raise any like small bets, right? And he loses his mind and he bets $150,000. Or he asked me how much I have first and then he goes, bananas and, and then all of his chips started falling over okay so in, in fairness i didn't even see that while the, the hand was happening right like it was uh, the the chips at hustler are terrible so terrible, in andy's yeah. defense it's not he wasn't f like 
it wasn't because he was nervous. The chips really are terrible. And my chips fall over all the time. And I'm like not really nervous when, when I'm playing. So, uh, except that hand, I was like. I was I, gonna ask now, you, at I'll any point you in this hand, were you kind of okay. getting really so nervous? I'll tell you why I was nervous that hand. It's because it was on stream. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is Doug Polk was actually the guy that like taught me this like 15 years ago or whatever it was when he started putting out videos about whenever you bluff or whenever you, you know, you raise or whatever it is, you're constructing your ranges for the rest of that session. Right. So the question is, how expensive do you want your bluffs to be later on? Right? right. Do you want them to be expensive? Do you want them to be cheap? How much value do you want to get when you have the nuts? Right. If your bluffs aren't expensive enough, you're not going to be able to get a lot of value when you have the nuts. Right. And so there's this balancing act when you're constructing yeah, you have your to be range. balanced. Correct. Right. When you're bluffing or have it. So in my head, right, the reason why I was so upset about it, it wasn't the money. It was that this is going to be a fucking hand that people watch. And if I'm wrong here, I'm going to look like the biggest donkey for, and it's going to be on, so you're on YouTube. So you worried about perception. Absolutely. And okay. that's, that's one of the things that I thought about, which is if I call here and I'm wrong, right? I lose an extra 150 grand, right? But if I fold here and I'm wrong, people are going to do this to me every single game I play. Well, I this, might be, I, this might be a negative $10 million fold for me yeah. if, I, if I do this. When I was really wrecking it up, and, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off, and I was yeah. the mark, I in the million dollar game at the bike, I folded aces to Berkey. The hand was a little bit different and the board was way wetter, but yep. but still I, it was. No, but that, so that, I thought about that, which is this is a public hand. And if I'm playing, if I'm playing against me in another game in Vegas or whatever it is, I know I can get this guy off aces if I just, big, if I just bet big enough, right? And um, that played into, into my mind, right? And so I figured, um, it's like everything from the from Andy thinking that I overfold to trying to create content on his own to the fact that this is now going into my public range, right? What I do on this river, um, it became a pretty easy call. Like I didn't, yeah. I it was like a ninety percent I was going to call, right? But it, yeah. it was it's agonizing knowing if I make the wrong choice here, it's going to be like it's getting posterized. Like you get, it's like if you're playing in the NBA, you get dunked on. Like you don't want to be on the poster. You don't yeah, want to be yeah, the other yeah. guy on the poster. So. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. No, it makes that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah honest. That's so, sure so, honest. so, uh, thank you. I knew that the reason why he lost his mind like that is because he saw me go on a rant, uh, <laughs> and, I, and it, it made me happy to see him admit that that, yeah. that he said that. Um, I just, I just think your considerations are quite interesting yeah. in that hand. Um, I always think of like these high-level players, which I consider you one of them, to be just like thinking about all of the gto options in the decision tree yeah not like dudes making content about me <laughs> and like the, well, I think, the public I think perception addition, of the hand i'm obviously thinking about what combinations of hands he could have as well right right but and, I'm, it was just it's just interesting yes. to hear it, you talking about the perception of you calling on that river yes. and like how much it would cost you later on if you don't it would, call, call, it, it yeah. would have cost me yeah 10 times what i would have lost if i was if i was Wrong. I think a lot Default. of people, uh, I mean, obviously in the games I play in, uh, are not are not thinking at that level at all, which is obvious. I mean, you're you're playing at a different level. It's it's interesting how you need to like invest in like future hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's that's the difference about being on stream is you can play in a private game for a year and no one ever knows what your cards are, right? Like they, they don't know if you're overfolding or underfolding or overcalling or, or they don't know because they don't know what your hands are. Yeah, so there's 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 pluses to playing on a stream, which you know them, right? Uh, 
But the negatives are this. Yes. I mean, you are in full scrutiny yes. in everything you do, everything you say, how you act, how you respond, how your posture is. And uh, yeah, you have to, if you're going to play on stream and you're going to play a lot or be high profile, uh, I'm not very good at this, but you got to be pretty thick skinned. And For sure. I'm getting better at it. Uh, it's, it's really weird too, because like I was really getting better at it. And then this whole shit sandwich started and now I'm going back in the tank a little bit because I'm, I'm receiving so much pressure and negative over it mm -hmm. that like now maybe I'm even building a stronger baseline for when I get through this because, um, because you're just scrutinized, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if, and I've made a lot of decisions on stream because I didn't want to embarrass to fold, you know, a hand that I thought like, I, I actually think to myself, would I feel worse? folding this and being wrong or calling it you know and so uh, i would say that i would agree that i've been in that position a lot going fuck i'm on stream like do i fold this and even when i fold like a really big hand and i'm wrong you, i take a lot of heat yeah i, I know <clears throat> and it actually even it changes your preflop ranges too right yeah. so like for example you probably should be playing two like non-suited broadway cards right but if you're not feeling it and you're in a private game, you just fold it. You're just like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I, like, I don't wanna play King Jack because if I'm dominated, I'm gonna lose my stack and I just don't wanna deal with that. But it's harder to fold that hand on stream, right? And it's, very, right. it's harder That's to right. be disciplined uh, uh, on stream because you think like people are gonna call me a donkey or a nit. Do people yeah. get in yeah. your DMs and criticize you for things you no, do? No, it's been, it's been actually very uh, overwhelmingly you're positive. Lucky. I know I'm very lucky. Um, I look, the, the, the chat pros are, have been very nice to me. And like yeah. the people- Well, you, you, they loved you after you fucking uh, yeah. undressed me. Because I was publicly. right, so that's- yeah. yeah, well maybe that was the other reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. so yeah. They would have loved you more if you called or just struck all in and then, out. And then, and then sucked out, yeah. yeah. Gave the speech, yeah. said I know you have kings, I'm gonna fucking beat you anyway. By the way, were you were you freaking out? Were you like this guy? Like when I was like, you have kings. You, no, I know you. I can tell you what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So what I was thinking, this is the truth. Yeah. As soon as I bet 80, 60 percent, seventy percent of my stack, as soon as I put it out, I know no one's gonna wants to believe this, but have you ever been in position? I've done this a million times, where like I'll put a sizing out against somebody that's short stacked, and then I realize what the fuck did I just do? I'm putting myself all in here, right? Yes. Or I'm doing this, and I didn't realize the stack size. So I've done that a thousand times, where I'm just going, God, I'm so stupid. As soon as I put that out, I thought to myself, within about two seconds, three seconds, before you even said anything, what the fuck did I just do? Like I either got to flat here and take all the, and, and mm -hmm. double through, or I got to just shove and look like I have a weaker hand. As soon as I put it out, I knew, but it was, it, it, that's just what happened because like you're in that moment and you only have a certain amount of time to think. And I just didn't think it outright. I fucked up yep. and it cost me and it cost me, you yeah. know, or whatever. That's why we're laughing about it and you're yeah. trolling me or whatever. But I've done that a, a, a bunch of times where I'll put a sizing out and I'll go, Whatever. Just By the way, it's also it's also up. frustrating when you have Ace King suited and you look at that and you're like, oh, this is cool. I'm probably gonna win like five, ten grand because I have Ace King suited, right? <laughs> and then this fucking guy five bets, and you're just like, this is like in my mind, this is like a thirty thousand dollar swing because like this guy obviously has it, and I have to fold this. So yeah. it was very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. The that's when you got to YOLO and just be like, I'm gonna fucking beat you anyway, and then I've, you spike an ace. Yeah, that's I've, true. Yeah, that's what would happen. So if you're easy. a professional, you would spike an ace. So I'm glad. That I is true. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm I just got the six thousand because I'm nitty and I'm too scared. But yes. so here's the thing. Um, one time I fight. Just so you know, yes, I five bet other times, and I five. I made a five bet once against Zio, who's like totally a smart thinking yeah. player and i five bet a king queen suited 
and I can't remember what I had. I think he had kings or something like that. I had king queen suited, and he just slaughtered me for my whole stack. But um, it's really weird. Yeah, and that's another time where, like, as soon as I did it, he thought for a minute because he's like, "Oh fuck, he's got aces." Yeah, Zio, there's no way he's five betting me. I got kings. Zio's, he, Zio's here right now. We can ask him. What's yeah, he, yeah. Zio, speak up. What do you? Yeah. See, he agrees. He, he nodded. He yeah. nodded. Yeah. He nodded. <clears throat> so, um, but that was another time where, as soon as I five bet him. He didn't snap call with the Kings because, it, you know, it was me. Yep. And all I could have quite, is aces. Quite the rep you've built for yourself. Yeah, yeah. All I could yeah, have great. is aces, right? Yeah. So I figured I'd beat you to that. So I yeah, said that. that's right. Um, and then when he tanked, I'm like, oh, fuck. Maybe I didn't fuck up. And then he called and he had Kings. But my point is, as soon as I did it, I thought, what are you doing? He's only going to call if you're fucking crushed. Mm -hmm. It was the wrong hand at the wrong time against the wrong guy. But that would be another time where I put my chips in in something. It was the reverse thing where I didn't have it. And um, as soon as I did it, I thought why did I do that? Yes. It's like, I don't know if people understand that out there. Like in this, with the lights and the thing and you realize people are watching and you, you know, or you're running good or you're running bad, which like totally determines sometimes if you, you know, go zig or zag and then you make a decision and you're just like, oh my God, please let this work out because I just fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's right. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a big element. Yeah. So I have a question. Yes. Most of our viewers are probably not showing up in like $400,000 Ferraris, bringing, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what you paid for this, 800 bucks, whatever. And just this rich guy playing in private games in New York. Is there a Ferrari York. out front? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Did you, I didn't even is know. it the Lamborghini or the Ferrari? I don't, I don't drive Lamborghinis. I'm, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Ferrari. Lamborghinis uh, I did not, I did not see his car. No, it's not. Uh, I, I, drive, I, drive, I drive a Tesla. I, drive uh, yeah, Tesla, I, yes. I didn't see his car. I'm just oh, fucking around. Oh, I thought you were serious. No. No, I'm fucking around. Can you not see when I'm leading up to a fucking around story? <laughs> so, no, I, because what, I don't pay attention to you. So what You're I want to... event. Do you want to oh. ask a question? So sure, what I, I do. I'll what ask I want to ask <laughs> yes. is uh, our viewers aren't privy to a lot of these private games. I've been to a few yeah. really big ones and I saw some shit. Yes. But tell us like a fun story or some like D-Gen shit that you've seen that the viewers would like. You don't have to name names, but... Um, Okay, this, I mean, this is something that just happened to me like a few months ago. We, so a lot of the games in New York are mixed, right? So they're, um, and they're, they're all big bet, right? So they're, they're not, no limit, right? So no limit stud high-low, no limit um, uh, Omaha high-low, no limit Omaha high, and no limit hold'em right? is usually the mix. And those are just like full degen games because, you know, you can always, you can always go for the low. Like basically there's an all-in every single hand for like the entire session, right? And so there was, um, I was playing in a game, it was a bunch of friends. Um, we'd been playing in this game for, you know, 10 years. And uh, I, it was an Omaha hand. It was an Omaha um, uh, high hand. And the guy to my right was betting into me. Um, and it was the turn. And he, he bet, I think, 50,000 on the turn. And the pot at that time was, I think, 50 bet, pot size bet, right? Um, and so the pot was 100,000 at that point. And I think I shoved for, I think, like like 400,000 more or something effective, right? Um, it was like a reasonable raise, right? And the guy tanked for um, probably about five minutes and then folded. And I lost my mind because I know that he folded the nuts, right? So he had the nuts. He had the nuts straight. I also had the nuts straight, but I had a redraw to a flush and a higher straight. And I knew he didn't have the redraw because he just didn't. And he folded. And we all, this is kind of brings me back to 
that you can just bust people's balls. We crushed this guy for the next like six hours for folding the nuts. He literally folded the nuts against Because he didn't me. want to face the redraw. And I was like, you are so bad at poker if you're folding there. And he's like, that's fine. I'm just bad then. And I'm like, you are fucking terrible. You should not be playing in this game. You need to, you need to do something else with your life. And then it was funny because every time I went to the bathroom, I came back and everyone, everyone would be like, he just told us his hand. And I'd be like, right. Yeah, and, and it was it was very funny. Um, I know that's not like the most like degen story. I don't really want to blow anyone up. Is is the is the yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it is like the the atmosphere in, in these private games is you're all friends. You can talk as much shit as you want. You can go like get tilty. You can yeah. You know, it's well, you know, I wish I could talk more shit but the reason i don't is because i'm the owner of the show you used to do it so much you were a lot better at the bike you were a lot more fun to watch right yeah, you, would, because, you would lose your mind yeah you would like, i could act how i wanted to yes. act i didn't have to be in like not bad form right mm -hmm. and now you know everything i do including winning like i'll tell you what we're we're a couple weeks into this thing now that we talked about earlier and i played tuesday i shouldn't have because i was exhausted i literally like nodded off at the table because i was like up for four days but i just thought you know business as usual i'm just gonna play and i played and i could tell you it was scared to death to win because of this controversy because mm -hmm. i'm like anytime i win now you know there's gonna be this thing but but I wish I could be that player again and uh, that I was at the bike because I had more fun. I, I could I could razz, I could bust balls, I could show my emotions, I could fucking stomp around, I sang, you know, I trolled people, I you know that I, I enjoy doing that. And even now though, like I have to be careful because one someone I like very much is Chris. But people don't understand that. They think him and I really have this like right. thing because we give each other so much shit. But even me, I have to water it down with him because even to this day, people are like, why is Nick such an asshole to one of his players? Like, why do these guys hate each other? And why do whatever? So it's and, and not that I should like totally care, but because I'm extra scrutinized, I have to stand down. That's the reason I stood down on you. Like I was having such a bad day. Yeah. That like I literally was going through the thing in my mind, like, I'm just gonna fucking say what I wanna say here, and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. And I stopped myself like four times because I was fucking pissed. It would have been a lot, it would have been, been a lot funnier. It would have, yeah, I know. It would have been a lot funnier no, if you lost No, I know, but I just, I just kept thinking, ah, oh, I don't wanna do that, I don't wanna do that. Well, I'll tell like, you from now on, I can take it. You can say whatever you want to be at the No, no, table. totally. I will never no, totally. take it No, totally, I just, I just, I was just thinking, you know, like I just said, just just keep thinking. Don't say nothing. Just sit there. I think I even said, even though I won and then I didn't realize, like I meant it, I just go good hand or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I won. But, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to go like good hand. Sorry. I don't know. Whatever. Like, fuck, dude, go. Yeah. I'm going to go get a sandwich. I'll be back in an hour. Like something, you know, yeah. was just so, yeah, to your point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, no it's, it's very normal to like yeah. shit on the guy across from you. Yeah. He makes a terrible play like Nick did. I was hoping you were like... <laughs> Gonna tell some better stories, you know. I, I can't. Co I can't give cocaine the, off of a prostitute's asshole, you know, stuff like that. Offer no. her asshole, not even offer ass. No, you got to oh. get in there. <laughs> you got to fucking DJ. You got to really yank it out of there, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, Quaaludes. I don't know. I was hoping for some DJ and shit. Like that was like experience. pretty standard. I'm that not was, gonna. I'm you know. I'm not gonna blow up these dudes that you know. Yeah. It's, totally. I think it's, I think it's, it's a good. very, very you keep standard your little game. black book in your very pocket. standard game. Yeah. You're not so, Heidi Fleiss. Keep it in your yeah. pocket. No. Everybody went to bed at 9 p.m. Nobody drank alcohol, right. all water. Yeah. What, how much of a high were you on when you made that call and you won and you won that much that night? Like, I, I was like, for, you're talking about the Andy hand. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I was just happy that I wasn't posterized. Like the, the, the money was nice, but like, did yeah. you needle him after? Uh, no, I think Andy imploded that night. So yeah, I, did. I didn't needle him. Um, it's just like he was, 
I, I don't. He I, he lost a lot that night. Um, so it was like past the point where you should be needling someone. So um, yeah, I just kind of yeah. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who are the people that you're like frustrated to play against, or they they get under your skin, or they they put pressure Nick on Vertucci, you? Nick Vertucci, number one for sure, for sure. He's like you're just such an old man coffee. It's like I don't want to give this guy <laughs> fucking money. Like, what is I an old man coffee? Old man coffee is you want to nitty yeah, old dude who old like dude. just yeah. a crotchety old guy. Who you with know his, if he's in the hand, he tits. just fucking has it. No, no, it's like he's got aces. He, just, he goes to the casino. <laughs> he just waits for aces. Brings his yeah. newspaper, brings his coffee. <laughs> and he waits for aces, <laughs> and that's it. And he gets yeah. min value out it's, of every and hand. And everyone folds when he bets. And he's yeah, like, yeah. He, and he's like, look, I had aces, and he wins yeah. twenty bucks, and that's God, you. You guys made a good fold. Yes, and then yeah, as soon as everyone folds to him, all the blinds, he like flips it over. Like he's happy. He was like, look what I had, and it's like, and then he starts a his own poker stream and calls it high stakes poker productions. Um, so him, number one, for sure. Uh, number two is Garrett, right? So Garrett, there's this element where um, we're on stream, right? So you can see everyone's hands. Thing about Garrett, which is, um, which is crazy, and I know people don't see it that are watching, is you don't see how quickly and methodically this guy changes his leaks. He fixes his leaks. Okay, so Garrett has leaks in his game, right? And there have been times when he's sucked out on me, and I will like, like there's it was Ace, a hand when hand. I'll uh, no, I, I, I had jacks, he had queens. No, that was it, yeah. And he, I flopped a set of jacks, he turned a set of queens, yeah. And um, and then he bet pot on the river, right? And um, that hand, I was I was so pissed that I knew he had it on the river when he bet pot because he never pots the river when he doesn't have it. And I in in my rant, I was like. Of course you fucking have it. You potted the river. Why I would I fucking like? Oh, you just told him. And I told him his leak. And he, from that point on, he has been completely balanced with his. Like literally from that point, he's been completely balanced on his river bets for you know for the last three months or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And and that's happened with other things too that that I've noticed that I haven't like like blurted out. Um, any leak that this guy has, he just fixes it. And I think it's because he is, he seems to me like a very. Uh, process-oriented person, which I think this is something that's like a longer discussion, but I think the key to success is process. And he clearly has a process when it comes to poker and he can kind Discipline of with the process, yes, for discipline sure. And, process. and I think that um, the rate at which he fixes his leaks is, uh, is better than any cash player I've ever seen in my life. So it's very frustrating to play with him because you think you have him, like you think you have a certain read on him or a certain way that he plays. And then literally a week later, it could just be wrong. And um, that's very frustrating. So, well, Garrett will be the first one to tell you. We talked about this years ago at the bike. I don't know how we got on the subject, but um, there was a time where Garrett was overbetting when he didn't have it, but a lot. Yep. Like he just kept building that rep. And then there was like a week or two later, and he kept betting only overbetting when he had it. It was like he was doing it for confusionment, right? And so we had this talk like a few weeks after that. And I don't know how it came up at the table. And I'm like, which one are you today? Who are you today? Are you, are we building our rep off of, you know, betting big when you don't have, like, I, I, did you do that last week to make me think this week? You're not like those things come into play, but he does that. And that's why you're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. And you just flip and you make your decision from there. Now, of course you try to, what what sh could he have, not have, what could, you know, you go through all that, but it's, at the end of the day, because of that balance and because he will adjust back and forth, you really have to flip a coin sometimes in those big decisions. So, so it's interesting because there's a lot of like chat pro hate on Garrett 
um, or like in the you know Twitter comments or whatever it is about. You mean how, lately or prior? No, prior. I'm talking about yeah. prior to this. Okay, this got whole it. Thing. Just, about, just about his game, not about like how okay. he handled this whole situation. Um, but the about his game, there's a lot of like this guy couldn't beat like the the five ten table at the Bellagio, right? And let me be categoric about this. If you are a five ten grinder at the Bellagio or at at the Aria or you know one of these poker rooms, you are so much better than the average player that's playing on these streams. We know how like you are so good, right? Yeah. Of and course. you probably will win a lot if you get in that game, right? But Billy had a good point when he came on your podcast. You're not getting in that you're game. You're not getting in the game. You're just not getting in the game because you're a grinder that will that you're gonna V tip four percent and you're not gonna get invited to games. And so there is right. a business to this that Garrett has really mastered, He's which mastered, is yeah. which is getting in these games to, to be able to play um, people that are not as good as him. Yeah, so. he's built up his brand, his popularity, his his image, yes. the way he interacts at the table is he's really a nice guy, like you said, but it also is based off his business. You, you know who else does that? It's Phil Helmuth, right? So Phil yeah. Helmuth gets in games he has absolutely no business being in because yeah. people want to say, I'm I want a pot off Phil Helmuth. Actually, people I. I played with him before. People overcall him all the time because they want to win pots off him. Yeah. It's his his personality of being that like kind of annoying guy that you want to crush. That is very positive EV for him, right? Because you just want to go after him. And Phil has made a very good career getting in games that he shouldn't be in, that he's way too skilled for because he's Phil Helmuth. And because Cash people, games? Um, yeah. Yes. And Interesting. Yes. That's the same reason Antonio can build his own game. Yes. Uh, all these other crushers can build their own game because these businessmen and these people want to sit with one of the famous uh, poker players and yes. they are willing to lose EV to do that and Correct. to take a shot. Also, something that's interesting about Phil Helmuth, um, actually listened to his episode with you. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting about him is I know, have a lot of friends that are friends or that know him. Of the people that know him, universal love for this guy universal everyone that knows this guy personally loves him yeah so i think that's like so interesting that there's such a difference between his public persona and like who he actually is as a person yeah because uh there's a lot like i wore the helm you folded shirt uh, after that that mr beast game yeah and i thought it was hilarious because he like obviously he didn't like angle but it's like come on phil you should know better yeah right and I got a lot of texts from friends being like, dude, this guy's actually like a really good guy and yeah. you shouldn't like, you know. Well, you should do that because it was funny. But but yeah. with your with your take, and I've said this often and I've taken heat for it, Phil Helmuth is a nicer guy than some of these other guys that are praised. He really at his core is a nice person. Mm -hmm. Forget what he does on the felt publicly or his narcissism or maybe he, you know, whatever does it on purpose, maybe can't help it, whatever it is. But I always, even even during that interview, have attested to the fact that this is a good guy. Every time I've had a talk with him, he's difficult. He's, he's difficult in an interview. Mm -hmm. He's difficult in a phone conversation sometimes. He's difficult in person at times, depending on the subject. But at the end of the day, he's a lot better person than some of these other people that are out there that have, you know, I, I just, I'm agreeing with you. You don't have to cry about Phil Helmuth. We know no. you love him yeah i know it's well, okay you're getting emotional yeah. look how much this, this guy's been in poker sorry but, but yeah. this guy's been in poker for like me. 20 years and a lot of these other guys have like garrett's been in poker for so long so we have to understand if they're shitty people that it would have come up it would have surfaced by now yeah right so we're we're talking about people that would it would have been very well known their shit bags like garrett like he's taken a lot of heat right lately sorry i interrupted you what were you no, saying no not really i wasn't i interrupted you 
That's the truth. Uh, no, I was going to make a joke and say how, how little of your brain is focused on this podcast right now. Me? Yes. Like I'd say I'd say what we have one percent of Nick right he's now. He's so overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Inundated. You're right. There's no way you want to be here like talking to me. Well, right I'll now. put it to you this way. I think that's a little bit of an overcall there, but okay. um, but but very good read. Meaning, it's like you're right. I have so much going on and so many things coming in and so much to deal with and that are you know, uh, whatever that, but, but I do want to be here. And I'm not yep. just saying that, like, I was really looking forward to, I was to very our much, podcast yeah. with you. Like, so, so I am looking forward to it and, uh, was looking forward to it and I am glad you're here, but it is a good take that like, um, normally I wouldn't look at my phone. Yep. Very rarely. I've done it a couple times with some family stuff, but yeah, because my brain is in this yes. mode for the last, what is it? Two weeks now? Week and a half, 10, 10, 10 days, 10 whatever it's days. been, and it's consuming me. I mean, I'm not sleeping deep yep. because I'm thinking and I want to get up and get back to work and everything else. So I have to let the people know. So I did commentary on a Friday game that you were playing on. And um, it, you were the only player that came up and said hello to me. I'm not saying anyone else was mean or anything, but I thought it was just like, it said a lot about you. I was getting crushed by the chat pros. Yeah, I mean, I know you were getting destroyed. crushed. I felt, I felt really, really <laughs> bad okay. for you. I mean, like, like I shouldn't have been doing commentary by myself. I usually do color commentary. I was I shouldn't have been doing a Friday game by myself, yeah. but it's fine. It, it happened. And you came up and you're like, hey, it was nice to meet you. Well, Talk I, to me about the Mike Postle stuff. It was, it, it, you were just, I could tell, genuinely a kind person. Well, he likes inflatable dolls. That. What's that? You like inflatable dolls no i think that you're i think that there's probably like a small brain in there that's like very you know active and I, I'm <laughs> saying, I think, no you're i think no, you're no, i think you're actually i think you're very intelligent I, the stuff you talk about on the I, you're clearly smarter than nick and i mean I think it's that, not hard i know but i think yeah. that you are uh and i think that the way that you handle the possible stuff was was pretty awesome and uh, i don't know a lot of people that would have had this right now you're doing it again little sauce that this is going like this is happening again but you know i you're i mean there's like only so many live streams right and i just happen to be doing a podcast with a live stream owner but uh yeah. you know it's he didn't even know i was affiliated with like the whole apostle scandal till after yeah which is crazy I, I think, yeah that's i really little, didn't a little bit of a sore subject i think yeah uh, no yeah. no before i met when i had her come in we started the, the podcast i really didn't know her role um, well, how has your thinking changed? Because you're, you're clearly all over the place, right? Like the thing, <laughs> the thing that I, uh, one of the things that I think is good that you guys are doing is you're, you're being fairly transparent and you're putting mm -hmm. out shit as it comes out and yeah. as, you, as you, which I think that has to be the right move, right? It's just to yeah. kind of get. There's, there's no other move. You'll get eaten alive by the poker community yes. if you're not transparent, as we've seen with like some of Robbie's comments, which are like weird to me. Right. So, so what, how is, where's your head and how has your sure. thinking changed since this started? It, okay, in what respect? Because I'm going to answer you whatever your question so, is. So, okay, this this hand happens, this controversy. So, I so when this hand happened, right? It was, I, I, I saw the, the the hand, and I was like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my. Life. That's the craziest call I've ever seen. And I texted both Nick and Ryan. And I was like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And obviously, I was on like a three hour delay, so I didn't realize the craziness that the would shit that show. would that would kind of escalate from there. Yeah. And so from the moment that that hand happens and you get notified like, hey, something's going on or like, yeah. you know, Garrett, here's a situation. There's a situation. How has your thinking changed as to, to where we are now? Well, again, I want to ask you thinking changed about the show, about life, about Anything, what? Anything kind of open ended question. OK, where's your, head? Okay. where's your head? Yeah, okay, where's my head? Okay, yeah. so that I didn't know if you had a specific. No. I didn't want to go off and stuff. No. Well, first of all, I'll tell you, and this is not defensive. When you make, when you said like, I think it's the right move, and you know, you'll get so much shit if you didn't put it out. You know what? You know what's really weird is I'm even when I put stuff out and keep my word, I still get shit. So like, 
that's just we were talking about it and that's just the nature of you know the poker industry and the trolling aspect of it and so you know even when that happens it's it's you know you only get so much mileage out of it like you're i'm in the eye of the storm no matter what i do um how my how where am i at i'll put it that way versus what i'm thinking where i'm at is that i realize that i'm in the middle of something that of course i have no choice but to deal with it i i, I have to and so that's happening and where I'm at is exhausted. I'm exhausted over it because uh, I not only have to deal with if this happened or not, which is a big deal if it happened, um, I have to deal with the integrity of the show and the integrity of the owners of the show, which is out there. Um, uh, I have a lot of my people, rightfully so, being attacked because they should be scrutinized, but sometimes, you know, maybe it goes over overboard until we figure it out, but that's fine too, because that's the nature of this beast. So I'm just, uh, I'm frustrated. When you came in today, I was probably at a real low point. I was in a low point. I'll just say it. I was in a low point because, um, you know, I had, and I don't want to go deep into this. I, I really don't. So we're not going to dig into this, but I was at a low point because, you know, I felt there was just a couple small things that I was disappointed in. And yesterday on our show, the three hour show I put out, that's when we recorded it. Um, I, you know, I upset Joey Ingram because, uh, because of my take on it. And I tried to be like as politically correct as I could and, you know, say these things. And I'm, like you said, I'm very sensitive. So, you know, he was watching the show today and was like clearly like upset that we talked about him for 10 or 15 minutes. And, and so like that bothers me. Like, even though I think I was like legit in what I was saying and I was really fair, um, because I'm the type of person that like, there are some people out there and I, I don't know if I can name a name because I can't think of it, but like there are some people out there that just could put content out and I'm not saying him, I'm saying like in general or they could just like, they could have a whole community after them or they could, you know, be taking heat from some of their peers and they just are, they push through like maybe they're more mentally like they don't give a fuck. I'm not that guy. I actually like, like Joey Ingram. So to even think he's a little upset with me, upsets me so that's when you came in today you were like dude what's up like are you even gonna be able to do this show you look fucked up like that's what my morning was and mm -hmm. then i think it's i'm like that because you put the pressure of the totality of the situation and the hours that i'm putting in and the effort i'm putting in and i and it's like it takes your bandwidth by the end of the day your battery just is to a nub so some of the and i give and i'll give joey this this credit too in this sense that like he's pod potting for like 10 12 hours and so like if you catch him at the wrong time at the end after a 10 hour show he might be more inclined to be cranky about it than he would if he was fresh well i'm like that too mm -hmm. you know i'll give you an example i made a mistake yesterday and um alan kessler who i just i will say it online i i don't like him and and maybe if i got to know him i would and maybe i just don't understand but when somebody like him just attacks everybody in my opinion but he puts him down yesterday about a particular player and i tweeted and said hey billy i'll pay your you know lawyer fees like i should have never done that because i have no interest in alan kessler i have no interest in suing him like it was just a end of the night battery really low i'm fucking sick of all this shit and like i snapped and you know so so where i'm at right now is i'll get my strength back when i feel good for a little while then i'll work this to a nub i got a million people contact me with theories and this and i have to work with my team and the attorneys and all this shit and so it's like 
I'm getting more negative put into my system than I am positive in the last 10 days, which is just the way it's going to be. And I don't run good on negative, meaning like I have to, I, I talk about this thing called pattern interruption where like when I feel a negative, I have to replace it with a positive or I have to get in that positive space because that's how I'm optimal. But I don't have a second to get optimal because the second I try to raise my bar a little bit, I get hit with 10 other things or accusations. Mm. I think it's the accu, and don't mishear me. I know this has to play out this way. I know I have to take this heat and I know people are gonna have their opinions, but this is just me as a personal human being that just sometimes is like, fuck. Like, man, like if you were in my shoes, like, would you wanna hear that? Would you want someone, you know, but that I just need to grow up, right? And toughen up and I'm pretty tough. Like as sensitive as I am, I have really broad shoulders. I've been in business 30 years. I've been in really sticky positions, cash flow problems, businesses in trouble, uh, litigations that I've had to deal with, with, with things. And so I'm, I usually have really, really broad shoulders. Now it doesn't mean I haven't been sensitive in all those situations, but it just takes me a bit. I think I told you out in the other area, it's like, no, I'll be okay. I just need to, I just need to re go into a different place. So where I'm at is not a great place, but it's where I have to be because I'm dealing with it. So if I could say something about that, uh, yeah. like I look at this whole thing as a process that kind of needs to happen and there's external uh, pressures from, yeah. there's like trolls that are on the external side, there's the internal thing that are, they're trying to find the, the, the truth, right? And then there's people doing like real investigations, there's trolls, but like it's all a part of the process and being part of a process and being uh, wanting, being a person who wants to see the truth come to light we have to accept criticism. Yeah. And sometimes that criticism is not always um, nice to hear. Or valid. Or, or valid, but yeah. it's still, like you can't expect, and I'm not just saying you, but anyone who would be experiencing the same thing yeah. and being at the center of it, you can't expect people to not say, hey, what about this? You're hey, right. I see this, like, have you considered this option? Because people are actually genuinely trying to get to the truth and it's hard when you're at the center of it and you have a kind of a bias because you're friends with some of these people who are being criticized and you are at the center of it and you believe nothing has been nefarious so far that you've seen. So it's hard to be criticized when you're like, hey, all I've been doing is trying to put out the best live stream. I do think there might be nefarious situations here. What I, some, I well, think, I'm saying from your perception, you haven't yeah. seen anything no. thus far. No, 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 I just until know. Until this, we saw this video, right? And we, we still are trying to uncover what happened. Yeah. What I'm saying is it's like, it's not about me not seeing something nefarious or I have or haven't. It's more about sometimes it's like this. Okay, because I agree with everything you just said. It's like this for me, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And this is, comes with the territory. So how everyone wants to do this, just keep doing it. I, what I have to do is probably, but I haven't done this, is I probably should tune it out. I probably should get off social media, and I probably should just do my thing and not let that, let, let me finish, let that fill my, um, fill me because it, it, it does take me down and I, maybe I need to work on it and get better at that, but that's who I am as a human. Right. So, but for me, it's like, I, to your, to your statement that, you know, we have to accept that they're going to say, what about this? What about that? I promise you, I have no issue with that. The only thing that I ever have an issue with is if you just fire it off without doing a little bit of work first, like, I don't want to get into what it is, but like, 
just like there's been a situation recently where someone said, wow, what was this? Who handed this? Whatever. Like maybe just take an hour and figure out what that could be, like why someone took something and put it in their pocket. Like, yes, you can question it, but I think within a couple hours, you could have that answer if you contacted the right people and did your investigation. And then you could look at the tape, take those facts and still talk about it and still bring it up if you want. But instead of bringing it up in a context of, ooh, look at that, like you have access to all these people. Some of these people have access to all these people. Just find out first. Can I give you some advice? Because you always give me advice. Yeah. I'm going to give you some advice right now. Yeah. When you hear voices criticizing, which mm -hmm. I think is so good for people to be critical of things. That's how we have critical thinking, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you hear the voices, it's important to not give all of the voices the same weight. There are core people within our community who understand poker, who mm -hmm. are critical thinkers, yeah. who are giving this an objective walkthrough. Those are the voices we should give the most weight to. The, the voices on the outside that are trolling us, that are that are taking things out of context, those are things you can't give as much no, power to or weight to. Yeah. That's yeah. all. And no. that's how I function, because I really don't want to live in a world where nothing is criticized and no, there's no critical thinking and there's like, yeah. there's no review of a process. Well, it's really weird because when we started the stream, back like to we're taking to like, over your podcast no i think this you enjoy is, we, this no right? no we need to talk about this yeah, yeah. absolutely so yeah we'll get back to fun shit yeah so so uh like like uh double m mentioned you know gosh it was like you were really entertaining at the bike like i wish i was back in that phase because i didn't take any heat i was a fun player yeah I but you were also new. losing a lot at first yes yeah so i took no heat at all. And I, I stuck a little. There's people in there say some shit, and I'm like, well, whatever. But, you know, it was whatever. And then once I decided I want to be better at poker, um, and then I have my own show, which is like, you know, whatever, like, I started taking a lot of heat. And that heat I was taking was effect, you know, did affect me for a minute. But it's weird because it's like I figured out and I realized because it was new to me that I figured out and it stopped bothering me for before this thing happened. Like literally things, there's only like one or two things you can say to me and I don't care if you're a troll or not and you say it, you're out. You're fucking banned. I, I won't put up with it. But anything else, knit, even that stuff probably used to bother me at first. I wouldn't want to justify it. Like now you could say all that. You call me anything you want. You could talk about my appearance. I don't care. It literally, I got to a point where I'm like, oh fuck, I got this down. Like I get it now. This is a next level. So this next level will even make me stronger. This next level of taking this type of scrutiny and these type of comments, when this is over, and it will be over, and I believe that, and we will be back to business and on our way, I will even be stronger for this. I know that because I know all my life experiences has done this for me. So this is just another piece of the puzzle that I have to deal with and that I have to get stronger and that if I ever deal with it again, I will be stronger. I'm just very transparent as a person. Like, you know, a lot of people might sit here and go, and and it's not the truth. Yeah, you know, I'm fine. You know, whatever, I'll deal with this, I don't care. But they do. I'm just not that person, you know that, even in our personal conversations, I'm very, uh, I wear my emotions, I wear my thoughts on my sleeve. It's, it's just who I am as a person. And so, like, I'm not embarrassed to say, like, this has been really hard on me. Like, extremely hard on me, like, inside as far as my emotions. And, you know, the trajectory of our, of our business was on such a, and it still is. I mean, our viewership's up 30%. As a businessman, I should love this. 
but I don't love this. I don't yeah, care about that. Yeah, that's not what it's in, what's important right now. I know. The viewership, yeah. Yeah, it's not at all. What, I, what would you, if you if you could have done anything or things differently, would you have done anything differently? So here's what I would have done. Yes, that's a great question. Um, from the start, well, I could tell you this. I wish Garrett didn't handle the situation like he did. I thought he should have got up and left and dealt with it later and let us figure it out. And But this happened, right? But that's not your question. Your question's about me. I wish that I had... Um, I wish that I had done background checks on everyone. I still might have hired Brian, okay? Depending on what his exact thing was, because I believe in second chances, I can't say I would or wouldn't, but I wished, I wished that I had done that different. I wish that um, I had other protocols in place. I wish that I had protocols in place if something like this had happened and that Ryan and I, because I wasn't there, but that Ryan, you know, would only have come down in the booth for a second, not let it go any further than that and say, whoever wants to stay, stay, go back and play. Because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, there's an accusation. You should have shut your stream down immediately and you should still be shut down. Well, wait a minute. We don't know anything happened. So that's not a, in my opinion, now everyone can feel the way they want. It's not a fair assessment of what I think should have happened because we didn't, we don't, we still don't know. Um, I wish that I would have, um, I wish that I would have taken a minute and composed myself and been stronger in certain situations that I've been dealt with. Like at one time I went on Joey's show and Alan was on and I got kind of peppered and I was tired and I got a little bit defensive and I looked defensive. And then I had to call back in when he was off and say, I want to exit differently. I fucked up. I, I, I kind of reacted when I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have tweeted, yes, tweeted yesterday with to Alan Kaz. I shouldn't have done that. That was just pure human emotion of like, I've had enough. Right. And it was a mistake. Um, yeah, I wish I like, if I could do everything over again, I think I'm doing a lot of things well, but if I could do everything over again, I would do a lot of little things differently that, would admit, wouldn't have put me in a position to feel so uncomfortable or like I fucked up, you know? So yeah, I do a lot of things different, but that's the thing. Like, you know, like Ryan had no experience with something like this happening. Like he did the best he could when he came down to like calm everyone down. Um, we probably shouldn't have spent that much time with them off stream. He shouldn't have gotten involved and he should have just said, Garrett, if you really feel this way, leave and let's figure this out later and we can do an investigation. You know, he should have done some things. I should have like, when I got there, maybe, you know, there's so many things, man, but like when you haven't done it and you are trying to do the right thing, sometimes it's just not the perfect move. I, I hear, look, I think it's part of the element here is when you have something like the show that grows as quickly as it did, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets away from you, right? Like you, you, you're, you're not built as a company yet to be as big as you were, yeah. to, to be kind of as much on the national stage yeah. as you were yeah. when this happened. So yeah, in less than 12 months, we became the number one poker show right. with literally millions of views and clicks. Right. And that's no excuse. I, I am probably really upset with myself for a lot of those things. Like, like not having people, uh, I mean, yeah, we, I think we were doing a lot better than everywhere else when it comes to no phones, no smartwatches, no this, no that, whatever delays this, but like we really, do you think that you could have prevented this? Okay. I'll answer it to you this way. I think that it possible. Well, first of all, we don't know there's a, this, 
That's true. Okay. So uh, I'm not saying we don't think that or you don't think this, that. There's alleged this. Okay. So I just want to be clear, right? Because yep. in fairness to another party, when you say, can we prevented this? I think we could have prevented how it was handled from the very get-go, but to prevent this suggests that there's a this. That's Until there's a this, I'm not saying there's a this because I think that's the fair thing to do. And if no one likes that, I'm sorry, that's how I roll. Um, and if there is a this, I'll make sure everyone knows there's a this. Uh, but I think that we could have been, of course, we could have been a lot tighter with our protocols, our system, everything else in retrospect. I am never going to come onto a mic, this one or any other one, and try to justify something we did that wasn't optimal. Um, I think in our show we have put out, that's today, we recorded it yesterday. I think maybe you asked me about like backgrounds or something, and I just said I fucked up. If you did a background check Yeah, I just said no, employees. I didn't, I fucked up. You know, because I had hundreds of employees in this building you're in right now, and I didn't do background checks on them. I didn't, I had hundreds of employees, I didn't do that. Um, I don't know, like looking back on it, fuck, you know, maybe that's just a different business I should have, right, because of the sensitivity to it. And, um, but I'm just never the type to back away from anything when I make a mistake, because I do feel A, I should own it, and B, I think people respect when you lean into something versus try to like wiggle out of it. And um, so, yeah, like, I don't know if we could, if, if there isn't it, Mm-hmm. Do I think we could prevent it? I think we could have made it a lot harder. Yeah. Who do you think is going to play you in the movie about this? Well, there will be a movie about this, Who's and gonna I'm, I'm going to play me. No way. Nick, shut the fuck up. It's going to be Meatloaf. <laughs> There's it's gonna no be meatloaf. way you'd be a good actor. <laughs> meatloaf. It's going to be Meatloaf. So, meatloaf will play <laughs> you. so becoming Margot so, Robbie will play. Valerie. So, so my question to you is: Does the closer I get to you, the more I have to like be trolled? I, say yes, say yes. yes, yes okay, good, because yes. I just want to make sure. Yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> that wasn't like a defensive, oh, is this the way it's... No, this is where you say, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's okay. right. Okay, that's good. Right. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, so when Meatloaf... Uh, well, Meatloaf died, dude. Uh, yeah, Recently. Gonna, it's all CGI. They're going to CGI <laughs> we Meatloaf could, We could work with the CGI. You. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to CGI The virtual him. version. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I bet you there a, will be a movie. A blow-up doll will play me. You know, yeah. just doing the podcast And then I'll with be you. a stuffed pepper stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so let me ask you, are you um, going to be playing on the stream anytime soon? Yes. So I played uh, last Friday. I'm going to play this Friday as cool. well. Good. Um, which is, uh, I got to tell you, the game is a lot more fun without Garrett. It's great. It's a lot more You're fun. You're being serious. I'm, oh, I'm being dead serious. Well, it's everyone explained. wants to get Garrett out of the game because he's so, so, so fucking good. good. Yeah. He's really good. And so it's when you have a really good player at the table and then he leaves, the game gets looser and it's more fun. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's it's just You think that. there'll be more action now? Did you see the game on Friday? I, I did. Ha- I put a $12,000 straddle out. So like yeah. there's so the, yes yes there's right. more action right. right you're not like yeah. you're just not on a, as much on edge right it's like he's really that good and like he's got a lot of haters and um, I get it like there's you know there's a chance that there's some guy in the two five table at the Bellagio that's better than him but he's really fucking good and right. so <laughs> the two five table at the Bellagio yes no the so, 10 20 game at the Bellagio is the hardest game in the country it's awful it's awful yeah. I, I, so I play in the in the back room at the Bellagio and then there was one time after the game broke I sat down at um, uh, at the the 10-20 game that's you know that's like up on the you know you go up there mm-hmm. yeah I know and uh, I think that I was the only guy with a VPIP above like 5% it was just like like seven other guys hardcore sitting grinders. there just yeah. like with their headphones on, with their glasses on. And I was like, I get it. 
but this you is- want to hear a funny story yes. it's not actually it's not that funny so don't let me build it up uh during the wsop this last time i was there i went to the bellagio and i played the 1020 so now the game even got worse right and so what i noticed after like 20 minutes is oh my god I'm the loosest player at the table, yeah, okay? Because right. I still, in compared to that, yes. and then I thought to myself, and it almost was like a Garrett thing, like I still, I didn't blow up and do things stupid, but I thought to myself, oh my God, and I ran over that table and booked a really big win because it's like, I, as soon as I four bet, everybody yeah, folded, right. even if they had kings. That's right. Yeah, it was crazy, so I just, I realized, oh, I'm the other guy now, yeah. and it was fun. Yeah, you're Mr. Splashy. Yeah, yeah you're, Mr. Splashy you're Mr. Splashy that's, at 25 percent V pip. Yeah, <laughs> you order like a martini. Was, just you know. <laughs> these guys are like, this guy's out of his fucking yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Man. Holy fuck, he plays Ace King, not suited. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's what it's like in there. It really is. It's so yeah. It's crazy. Shout out to the pros who are actually beating that game. You guys are the yeah, best. They're very, very, very good. You'll never get in any games, yeah. but you guys are yes, the best. But you are. The, you have you to are start objectively your own. The best poker player if you want to get Garrett. in a game like this you have to start your own stream yeah exactly. start a stream get like 100k viewers that's right if you want hey, yeah. i put a half mil in this thing i'm playing yeah you know what i mean like i'm playing this is my game i have fun this is my social life like when it's tuesday wednesday thursday friday whatever day i'm playing and i'm in here working but i know i'm leaving at three to get yeah. the game i'm fucking excited like i get to go and get, troll chris and jab around yeah. and get in like tough spots and it's just fun you know uh, yeah i've yeah. made a half I mil, love so it. thank you for starting it you're game. welcome yes, you're welcome wonderful. and you don't even need it you're yeah. like probably north of like what 500 million uh, net we don't, oh really you no, don't want to talk about this but you want to talk about everything else but you want to talk i think it's gauche to talk about money you know that was more is a hundred thousand dollars nothing to you no, no, of course not. If you are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a lot of money. I, you know yeah. why I'm it's asking you crazy. that, right? Yes, that's a are lot. Are you self-made? Yes, absolutely. Okay, of so course. that's why it's a lot of money to you. Of course, because this is the other thing. You like, think if you're a trust fund kid, it wouldn't be a lot of money to you? I, I went to college with a lot of trust fund kids, and they have infinite money, and they don't feel anything. They don't feel yeah, it, right? They don't feel it at all. So, yeah. Valerie, let me tell you. I grew it's, up as a poor immigrant. I have play, no idea about these kinds of yeah. things. If you play against that guy in his home game, not that he's a trust fund guy, but he didn't care about money or you play with someone that hasn't made their own money, there is a huge difference. Myself, I'm K through 12. I, I came from nothing and I lost everything one to one and a half times. I have such a value for money that like, it's like people tell me like, cause you know, like maybe Ryan knows what I'm worth, okay? I would never say like you, I think it's douchey. But Ryan's like, what what what's your problem? Like you play like, it's like your bankroll's on the table. And I'm like, you don't understand Ryan. I, $100,000, I, like if we just talked off stream, we're like, okay, we're fine if we lose 100000 Let's not. It's not that big of a deal, but it's a lot of money to us because we earned it. And for me, like I've earned that money and it was such a grind to do it in some cases. And then I, when I lost it, it's like, I just won't go out there and just fucking light $100,000 on fire just for my own entertainment. I'm just not built that way because I know what it's like to be broke. And I know what it's like to have it and then be broke again. So, you know, it's funny. I, um, I, I hope he doesn't get angry that I'm telling this story. I don't think it's like a crazy story. But so Garrett drives the same car that I drive, right? He, yeah. has, he has a Model S, right? I have a Model S Plat, which is um, it's like $20,000 more or something like that. Right. right. And um, like... Mine's, I have like rims and stuff, so it's like it, whatever. But the but the point is the difference in the base price is, is twenty thousand. And I asked him, I said, Garrett, why didn't you get the plaid, man? It's so much better. And his answer was twenty thousand dollars, a lot of money. 
And right. He's, he's right. It, he's but right. That's it. But, but I, like, it gave me a little insight where I'm like, I've seen this guy, you know, bluff, you know, six figures multiple times, mm-hmm. and yet in his real life, he's like, I'm not going to spend twenty grand if I don't have to. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. it's just interesting that you have to change that mindset so much when you're sitting at the poker table to be successful. You do, and yeah. if you can't, it's gonna be hard to be really So that player. used to be one of the biggest leaks in my game is, um, and I see it with some of my friends, where, and I tell them this, where um, you think if you're worth more than the guy across from you, you can bully him, and that money means less to you than it does to that guy, yeah. and so that's edge, and that's not edge no, at all. In fact, that's, that's like opposite edge. Yeah. If, if money means less to you at the poker table, um, I've personally found that you, you will lose a lot more than you should. If you if you think that you can, because you don't care about money as much as that guy, that's right. That you can you can kind of run him over yeah. or whatever it is, uh, you're going to lose. And and I've seen that with I play with a lot of my friends who are very, very much richer than I am, and they don't care about about blowing you know two three four five hundred dollars in, in a session. And, hundred dollars and yeah. Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Our viewers don't probably don't play in the same types of games. I'll be like, so I'll, I'll, there, I'll give you, I'll tell you a story. So one of my best friends in the world, this is the guy that, that is, um, he's going to know I'm talking about him. He's the guy that's also not allowed to play blackjack anymore. Uh, we were playing in the online game and uh, this was during COVID and all of a sudden he went all in for like $200,000 with something like 6-2 offsuit or something. Like some, some, like just insane move. And I called him on the, he obviously got stacked, right? I called him on the phone immediately after that hand. And I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, what's going on? And he goes, oh, sorry. Like, my wife just came in and yelled at me. And I like, didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's, this is crazy, man. Like, you need to not be playing in this game. If when you, you have if, an if emotional. You, if you think that, like, it doesn't, if 200 grand doesn't matter. Like, right. you cannot play. Right. Because that's just, it, it's a lot of money. So, yeah. yes. It's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And, um, there's a book that it's called the millionaire next door. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a book written a long time ago. And it's basically about like the, okay. Like there's guys out there that have a lot of money and they spend a lot of money and their, their personal expenses are so much. And I mean, I mean, if you're really, really, really deep, you know, maybe whatever, but a lot of folks, like if their income stops, they're like a year away from being fucking busto, right? And, and you would think they're like worth everything. And this book is basically about the premise of like living so far under your means. So if anything like that happens, mm-hmm. you know, like this guy in the book probably drives around in this type of car that's not the $20,000 upgrade, lives in this kind of house that's nice, but it's not the mansion he could live in. And so like I've adopted after, like when I first started my businesses, I like was a young kid. I didn't come from anything and I blew this tech business up and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm driving a Hummer, this, a third car, you know, spending this, building shit, putting 200K into my landscaping and then like the computer industry imploded and I went millions in debt and I'm like, what the fuck can I do with a fireplace out in my backyard? Like that doesn't matter to me right now. What matters to me is, you know, fucking paying, you know, feeding my family. And so it's like over the years of getting wisdom, that's where I've become more nitty. Like I've just become nitty in my life. Like, like I just... You know, I'll drive a nice car. I have a truck. I have a nice car too. But you know, that's it. Like, I I don't want to like put myself in that position because like I've been there before, and I'm probably at a point where I don't have to even worry about that. But I can't get it out of my head because of my life experience. You know, and 
I am nowhere near the two of you probably financially, but I will say that like I don't let stuff own me if that makes sense like i don't you're talking about being thrifty i'm very thrifty with my money i'd rather invest it than like buy a pair of like 500 hundred dollar shoes yeah and and i feel like i see a lot of my friends who like you say are living above their means or are month to month they're making 300k their month to month because it's crazy yeah because stuff owns them and i hate the thought of that yeah. I, I don't like having debt i like having things paid off and living with my within my means and I don't hang out with people who would judge me for like driving a Honda Civic. I don't drive a Honda Civic. But if I did, I don't hang out with people who give a fuck about what wealth well, I have or don't I'm have. I'm afraid of Honda Civics. <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah, I, I know. You that's, know the reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when you bring up Honda Civic, I get a little yeah. nervous. Yeah, he gets a little. He gets. He just got a little. I mean, chub. one day I'm gonna Either pull up. Aroused. He got a chub. I got one aroused. day I'm gonna pull up in the studio with a Honda Civic. And be like, do you want to check out the trunk? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, man. I believe it. It's spacious. Oh, don't worry can... about those plastic yeah. bags. Come on in. Come in. They mean That's nothing. It's so gross. Here, put this cloth over your face. You'll breathe better. Yeah, yeah drink this. Yeah. That's the ending of the movie about this whole thing. <laughs> Just, and it's going to be, yeah. I have meatloaf in the Honda Civic truck. Yeah. yeah. Our trunk. <laughs> All right. Great. You too. It's really nice spending time with you too. Yeah. Yeah. At it, least builds you're up, it builds up my confidence. It's good. So this yeah. is this is a good little like, you know, break for you yeah. right now. Yeah. I've already called your lawyer. I'm getting the inheritance. So Oh, are you? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Take it. Yeah. Whatever. I can't believe you gave uh you gave back your equity so quickly in the yeah. in the company. Well, you know, well, the you know I scurry when things get tough. It's a little yeah. might be a little I'd, I don't like responsibility. That's, I just want to be a free agent. You know, I want to play in the big games privately where no one can see me fold ace king not suited. Yes, you know? that's right. What do you want me to say to it? No, I don't want you to say anything. You usually talk so much. I just figured you were going to continue. Look, it's not Actually, my... that's a good point. Would you, do you want to sell any equity in your company right now? You're distressed right now. Like you probably don't oh, want to deal with this hostile stuff. hostile takeover. No, no, you just, I, do you, you know, if you 20% want. 20% on the dollar. Do you, want, do you want it? Would you sell equity in your company? Like 10% for 20 million? No, like not not ten percent, twenty million. Oh, but like well, you know, wait. you don't, you don't have to deal with this stuff. What if I what if I you know take over your Twitter and like decide to you know you, you can just go yeah, on the beach you or taking something. over my Twitter would be yeah. great because you would just troll me worse. <laughs> be great. I'm at home crying. <laughs> <laughs> I put lotion on before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My my Twitter just got hacked two days ago. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did they release the nudes? Fun. Thank God I have nothing in there. I swear. Like I like talk, talk about bink in the river. I had nothing in there. I don't do anything. Like I know that sounds crazy, but yep. like I had nothing in there, which was so cool. Uh, There's a couple conversations about this situation. Nothing that's bad. And because I didn't do anything like there isn't anything but me just trying to investigate and asking questions. So whoever's in there. Yeah. If you have it, put it out. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a really eerie feeling, though. It freaked are, are me the fuck out. Are you both surprised at how open, like, there, people are talking about this, like, as in you, like, it, it, don't, wouldn't you think in something like this, everyone's lawyers would just say, don't talk to, like, don't shoot a podcast, don't stop My the stream, lawyer don't. is going to kill me over yesterday's podcast, and today I didn't tell her. Okay. And the reason she is, is be, I didn't tell her is because I would have been told not to do it. And she, I may have been able to talk her into it, because she understands but you know how lawyers are like they don't want you to say anything but if i sit here and sit on my hands and don't put out information um you know or don't answer a question um 
I just don't think it plays well. I'm being very careful when, like when you said this, I'm saying, I don't know if there's yes. a this. And and honestly, even if I wasn't in the eye of this, I would say that too, because that's just how I roll. Like until there's something proven, like at least more than a reasonable doubt, I just don't want to put anyone in that position, you know? One of the things I saw, and of course my only frame of reference is the Postal Saga, um, and you're talking about getting lawyers, um, is like people's responses like a, doing a postmortem on everything, right? And seeing and seeing people's responses and there were genuine responses of outrage. And I think those people were like shocked that there was some cheating going on or cheating allegations at the time. But uh, I remember like calling Mike Postle the day after I posted and he didn't answer. And then he texted me, he's like, oh, my lawyer doesn't want me talking to you. And I was like, you fucking lawyered up? What the fuck are you doing? And I just think it's interesting, like Brian got a lawyer. I, I think it's interesting that he got a lawyer. Like, why would you get a lawyer if you're not doing anything? Sorry, I know that we're like in the middle of an investigation, but like to me, that's what I'm thinking. And so even just getting a lawyer to me or as like Robbie got, um, she, what did she get? She got like a PR team or like a publicist. She said she got a publicist. Mm -hmm. So fucking weird to me. It's such a weird response really? to this. You think, no, I don't think it is. I don't think that's I, weird. To me it is. Mm. Like, I, I guess I think about it in a way of, if I was accused of something, because I would never do something like this, I'd be like, look at the hands. Like, I didn't do anything. I have nothing to hide. Well, like, well, go ahead. I don't know. You're saying you wouldn't give the money back is what you, is what. I wouldn't saying. have fucking given the Shamp. money back. I would have danced around the table and be like, yeah, I'd be, I would have, I would have celebrated. Yes, I would have, I, exactly. If and I, I would have, I would have torched him online forever because it would be like the highlight of my that life. That is the normal human response to being accused of cheating if you're innocent is to get extremely angry and say, are you fucking kidding me? I just beat you. You think I cheated? Like, go through the tape, do everything. That yeah, is, and I'm not giving back the I'm, money, bro. There's no bro. fucking way I'm giving back this money because yeah. I am innocent. And so, but maybe yeah. maybe I'm weird. That yeah, I, no, I would never give the money back. Um, if, of course, if I was innocent. Um, what I will say is I don't, the reason I don't think it's crazy is because e, e, let, use Robbie, use Brian, use anyone, doesn't matter. Any name, doesn't matter. I'm just giving the example. If somebody is in this, if they are innocent, I could see why they would have representation. And if they are guilty, I could see why they have, would have representation because sometimes, you know, professionals can make sure they cover you even if you're innocent that you don't put yourself open to scrutiny for this or if you're guilty for sure not to say something. But... I think we could all agree she hasn't listened to anybody. Yeah. I don't care who she hired. Like, we've talked about this. Like, well, she's that's what really I'm saying. Is like, people so are going on Joey's Yeah, show. she's out like, there everyone, swinging Everyone's it. out there. Everyone's I, out there. I'm using that as an example, but like, I'm saying just like a general response to everything. I think there were some people who were a part of the Stone Saga that like had a very awkward response to me that were angry about talking to media and I thought that they would want to get to the bottom of it. So I'm, I'm just saying like, I, I watch everyone's responses and like based off on their responses, I can kind of tell potentially if they mm -hmm. had, like it, it would like signal me to think maybe they had something to do with it. Let me look into this. I actually don't know. Have you been public on your stance at all? I don't, I, I don't I know. I think I'm clear that I think there was potential for cheating. Like I'm leaning more towards that there was cheating. But again, I can't say 100% because like, 
there's still a, an investigation going on. That's why this is such a big story, right? Is that yeah. it's it's just there's more information that keeps coming out, and you can never you can never say a hundred percent, but you can say yeah. 99%. And I've been honest that I've been going through every single hand that she's played, and I have a spreadsheet, and I'm just about to noodle through that data and and kind of like say what I saw. Yeah, and yesterday when uh, Veronica and I met before the show, we did. She came in to town. And we sat down and she's like, we need to talk about this. Like, can I say what I feel? Like, not she's going to anyways. And, and she said, if if I told her she couldn't say what she felt, if I told her to suppress anything, she was going to probably not do the pot anymore. Like that type of thing, right? But she said that and I said, listen, say whatever you want. Like, people think she's like kind of simping for me and just like, oh, they're saying all this, oh, she's doing this. It's not true. Like I know for sure that, that Veronica would be the first one on my jock if I did something. And even if she loves me or not, she would expose it and she would be on the other side of it. And it's the same thing. Like she could sit here and say whatever she wants to say about her opinion. And even though it's not good for me or my show, if something happened, I still don't want to suppress that because she has every right to do that. And so do you, you even said, you think there's something really funny here and great. And you, I said, told you too like just say what you want like it's fine and but i'm gonna be me and i'm going it because i am the one that's in the middle of it you know <clears throat> i told people i told valerie uh fuck valerie veronica vanna i really don't even remember what your name is i go to my phone i, I also don't i go to yeah. my phone to text her and i type in valerie and i'm like just fuck, call it's me i need to change it because it's bamboo blow up doll <clears throat> yes that's right with bbb yep yeah, yep yeah. um and so uh fuck forgot what i was saying um you're just saying Say whatever you want, and that, yeah, and so, that Vicky yeah. can say whatever she wants. Yeah, so Vicky could say, Vanna, they can all do whatever they want, and it's just like, but for me, yeah, this is what I'm going to say, but for me, like, I, I told told her yesterday that when this is over, and I'm talking, like, really over, if she wants to come back on the show with me, or you do, or anyone, and you want to ask me what I thought before, you know, we get to the result, I will tell you which way I lean. If you want to tell me, ask me what I think of any individual person, I'll tell you what I think of that person, regardless of minister of guilt. Um, the same thing about any, you know, about anyone. I just can't do that right now because me saying something without knowing the truth is reckless, and it will go so far to either make somebody look wrong if I think they're wrong or right if they are wrong. And so that is not the right thing. So that's why that's the only thing I'm taking the middle on is because I don't know. And, and, and I don't want to be that guy. And I don't want to be the one who's, you know, making those accusations for innocence or guilt either way to anybody. And I think I might give my opinion if I wasn't the one that it wasn't my show, but I still would be very careful because God forbid she's innocent and this is going and it's happening to her and God forbid, uh, she's guilty and, you know, and, and it was the other way I said it. So we just have to wait and see. And I swear to you, I told uh, Veronica this yesterday. I hope that in like the, the biggest blessing to me would be the true answer comes out that it's like totally for sure. And I can get, just get the fucking thing out and, and, and say it, whatever it is, no matter how bad it is, you know, for my side, not my side. And that we can deal with it as a community, we can make the changes which we're going to make, and we can fucking move on and play some poker again, you know, like without the distraction. That's what I would really love to happen. I want the truth. I'll tell you this. I want the truth more than you do. 
I believe that. Yeah, of right? Course. Because like it's everything's riding on it for me, whether it happened or not. I, I guess the, the only criticism I have, and I brought this up yesterday, but you didn't watch it, is the incentive for the truth may not align with his need for wanting the business to stay open, right? There might be something so nefarious going on that may be internal, if it happened, that may shut down the live stream. Mm-hmm. And so it always concerns me when the need for truth doesn't align with the you know business owner. You know, it's funny. My, my wife is the same way where if, if I tell her something that she might not want to hear, she, she thinks I'm telling the truth. But if I tell her something nice, yeah. she's like, wait a minute, is that really true? And it's yeah. like, that, it's right, where it's like, if something comes out that's extremely damning for the show, then by nature, that's much higher likelihood of being true. Right, because it's damning for the show. Yes. Versus if something comes out and it's like Good kind for of the show. exonerates you, then people are gonna be like, well, you know, they ran the investigation and we're well, always gonna Well, I think when have... you say you, sorry, when you no, say sorry. you, it has to be delineated between like the person that is Nick that plays on the show, I'm talking that about has the show. and and the yes, owner yes. of the show. I'm talking about the show. Because yeah. the person that is Nick may feel things and think things about the situation that he can't talk about because he is the owner representing the show. Right? Yeah, and I think what my answer was, tell me if this was right, because this is what I'm, it's a blur to me even yesterday, but I know this is my answer today. Hopefully it's the same is no matter what the truth is, I'm going to bring it out if I know it. And if it is so much that it would put me in that position, then so be it. Because what I'm not going to do is suppress something, have it come out and then ruin my reputation. I'm not going to ruin my reputation even if I have to go do something else. I don't think it's going to come to that. And no matter what the answer is, no matter how nefarious or not nefarious, I don't think that will happen. Now, of course, if it's me or if it's Ryan, show's over. We know that. Like, yeah. yeah. But that's again, I'm sorry, but I know me and I know I w- don't wasn't involved in this, so I'm not worried about it mm-hmm. at all. I'm not even worried about that. Everything else I'm just gonna try to figure it out. And um, you know, as long as I, here's how I always live my life. Like if I, if I do the wrong thing and I have a bad result, I usually have a tough time recovering. It takes a long time. If I do the right thing and I have a bad result, even in poker, if I know I made the right move and I still have a bad result, result oriented, I can live with it. When I make a really big mistake and I have a bad result, it really fucks me up because I made that mistake. This is the same thing here. I'm not going to put myself in that position. I'm, you know, at like the twilight, like I'm at an age where like, I'm not going to put myself in a position now, uh, I'm just not going to have any regrets over this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. Like, do I regret in a small micro sense not having this protocol, not having that, not making sure we did this? Yes. But I'm talking the macro regret. I'm not going to have a macro regret over this. I'm not going to put myself in that position. Just like that. Well, look, I, I appreciate the, you know, both of you being open about this. I yeah. think it's, it's like there's, there's a lot of incentive to not talk about this. And so I think it's important that we are talking about it. It wasn't easy. Not for me. I was going to say, not for me. Like, I I value the truth over, like, any sort of monetary I'm talking about from the perspective of the show. Yeah. Clearly, it's it's not good the more this is talked about if something did happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I was in that position... To, this is redundant from yesterday, but was I, when I was in that position the other day when the GM said, you got a minute? And I said, sure. And I walked, I was, in, I was sitting with Doug and Ryan. And he said, could you come over here? And I walked over and we talked and he's like, uh, we got some video. And I'm like, fuck yes. Like, like, okay. Like no matter what it is. And he goes, yeah, it's of Brian palming three chocolates off uh, Robbie's stack. And I'm like, okay, what else? 
He's like, that's it. I'm like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Shit. Because I still don't have the problem solved, but now I got this. And how this is, it, and even if there is no this, this is going to look like there's a this because there's this, right? And so I know, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, like this is horrible uh, for everyone, right? And, and so now I'm sitting there for a second and I said to the GM, I know I'm going to do something crazy right now, but I want to go over and not only, you know, obviously I have to tell Ryan, but Doug's sitting there, I want to tell him. He's like, you do? I was like, yeah. I want to tell him. And so he goes, all right, I'm just going to trust whatever you want to do. I said, yeah, because I'm, I'm going to get this out. And, and I can't, I can't like get it out later. Like we could have sat on it until later, mm -hmm. you know, and did the investigation. Um, and Doug was there. I, I can't remember if he saw the hand. I can't remember if he came into the back room with me or not. So I don't want to say because it was such a blur to me, some of this shit, but I think he might even, if I'm wrong, just please know that I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering that. I think he even, I allowed him back in to see it. And if that's not true, then I take it back because I can't remember. But, you know, I went to him at the table and both of them and I said, this is what I just heard. And Doug's reaction was like, oh my God. And I'm like, I know. And he goes, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to do what I said I was going to do. I'm going to bring it out, and I'm going to deal with it. And I don't care how bad it is for us. I have to because this is just something that has to come out. And I said, all I ask you to do is just wait until I put it out. I need a few hours. And um, I had to get a statement together, and, uh, and that was that. What, what are the circumstances? You said you might even hire him back. What are the circumstances? Who said that? You said you might hire Brian back. Never said that. No, he said he still might have hired him even if he had a criminal oh, record initially. That, okay, I'm glad that I said that. Because yeah. Oh my, my God, no. Never hire him back. No, never in okay. a million years. I wouldn't put him anywhere near got it, anything. Got it, got it, got it. What I'm saying is like, if I ran someone's background and they had a DUI. I understand. You know what I mean? I it's like, okay, I don't know. But You're like, saying if, you still might have hired him yeah, even if, if you if ran the background. If it's a kidnapping, background. which we know could be him keeping his son <laughs> from his... armed robbery, yeah. you know, it's cool. Yeah. Murder two <laughs> is, you know, it's cool. It's not what I mean. <laughs> yes. No, I, I know I, it's we, funny. We know what you mean. Yeah, you know, it, it just I heard means, you wrong then. Yeah, you heard me wrong. It just means that like, yeah, it means what it means. Yep. Yeah. But, um, but I take responsibility... I take responsibility for for not knowing. Are you going to play again? See, that's the thing. I'm I'm marinating on it. So, uh, if I play again, it's supposed to be Tuesday. And here's how I feel about it. Uh, I don't. I first of all, I don't know if I'm in the right mental place to play. You should definitely play Friday. With, with you, with you in this headspace, I it would God, be. You're greedy. It, it would be awesome. You're so greedy. It'd be awesome. I yeah. would agree you with blow, that. I'll tell you what. You blow up on me like that Friday, and I'm a fucking. You know, Double you, M, you're are you going to wear a bulletproof vest? You get, yes. <laughs> you're becoming one of my favorite players. And you know what? I agree you. with you in this instance. I think so, too. Yeah, I'm a pretty yeah. good shot. So if you wear like a vest, I'll get it in center mass. You'll probably live. This and is then, a crazy. Uh, we're yeah. Could you imagine really what they're going to say now about like what Just I threatening said? threatening one of your players. Yeah, I threatening Double M. I feel okay about it. In yeah. his defense, okay. he gave you a bulletproof vest in the yeah, whole scenario. I'm giving you a shot. That's that's true. I'm you giving me, you a chance. That's all I want. I just yeah, want to give me in a two chair. steps. The that's only reason it's not the other way around is because we can't get bulletproof vests around his fat belly. Well, this is my bulletproof vest. He wears one under his medium. You know they make T-shirts in large, right? You don't have to buy medium. This is a Double X, bitch. You just really can go in, and it still doesn't cover that up huh 
you fuck. Do you do anything <laughs> other than curls at the gym? Do you just go and just only do curls? Is it just always bicep day? That's is it. it five days biceps? That's it. And then when are you going to start working out? I, I stopped like a year ago. <laughs> I, I, I need to start working out it's again. It's only been a year? I, it's been. Uh, you don't do I'm, legs. You have I, shorts his on. His legs are twigs, no, my right? Legs, my legs are no good. No, his, I his saw leg, you come in. Yeah, my legs are yeah, no good right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So. It's. The COVID really fucked me up when I came to the oh, gym. Oh, okay. It's COVID's yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. I used you, to be a, a yeah. Greek god. Yeah. <laughs> not not as much. Yeah. No, I'm just like a We Roman all god. thought that watching you on the live stream. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Oh, I should spend more time with you guys. It's been great. Yeah, I can tell you're enjoying yourself. This I'm is, really having a good time. We should do this for at least two yeah. more hours. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should. <laughs> all right. Well, we went pretty long today. We went two hours because we had a lot to talk about. Um... This was a great show. We had some fun, and then we had some seriousness. I, I do appreciate uh, the input, and and I like the way the direction the show went because we had some fun. You guys basically had some fun at my expense. That's always fun, and um, and we talked about some serious stuff. So listen, man, we both really appreciate you coming in, and uh, I've been looking forward to this one. We should probably do this again, too, when this blows over, and we can really get into yeah, some trolling. Yeah, I would like to. I also want to give you your gift, uh, which hasn't come yet, and I think that you're going to really... Do you want to tell it. everyone what it is? It, it's a it's a necklace that says Valerie. It's a gold necklace that says Valerie. <laughs> I think I it, that's awesome. I think it's going time. to be awesome when you win the, the, the main event wearing that. It's gonna be I great. told uh, Valerie when this first happened... Uh, when I called her Valerie instead of Veronica, I said, believe me, in 12 months or less, which way less, that mm -hmm. you will be Valerie. Like, yeah. Veronica will no longer exist, which is probably a good thing because she hasn't really done anything great with the Veronica thing. So this is a new start. It's fresh. Yeah. Just a mediocre human. That's yeah, right. So Valerie does a lot better than I do. So good. She does, Thank yeah. Thank you. Well, I just, just to be absolutely clear, you are so much smarter than him. Don't ever let him tell you, like, obviously it's a joke and he's joking, but like, it's not even funny joke because you're so much smarter yeah. than him. It'd be, it would be funny if you guys were similar right. in intellect. Yeah. But you're I mean, so much smarter that it's... It's not hard. No, I no. mean, it's not, but it's still, you're much smarter than him. But so. you know what the beautiful thing is, even though that's true? Is this is the motherfucking Nick Fertucci well, show. Yeah. So we can't get around that. You so put in, whether when you put she's in, smarter or not... There it is, right you there. You put in this half a mil. That's, that's what you get. Of, you get a logo. I need a new. Battery. All I have is a fucking spreadsheet to my name. <laughs> yeah, you're a logo and uh, stuck in a medium shirt. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for coming on Double M. We got Thank Valerie you for having Brill. Me. Thank you guys. You're welcome. This is the Nick Fertucci show. I am Nick Fertucci. Envy out.